myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Welcome back. Happy Tears Day, May the 3rd. Thank everyone for joining us. A lot of stuff to get to. First things first, thumbs up, please, in the YouTube. Subscribe so you can chat with us. Five-star review wherever you are listening to us. Please and thank you. Scoob's in the house. How we feeling, Scoob? I'm feeling uh, very good today because I found the referee biographies page. Oh, baby. I read through all oh. of them. All of oh. them. So you're well-versed in all the officials now. I'm well-versed. I went through so I could, like, when we looked through, I would be like, all right, I remember that face, that face. So I'm, ooh, I'm ramped up. I'm running ramped. Okay. So if I were just like, okay, what's Tony Brothers' favorite movie? Ooh, Tony Brothers' favorite movie? Well, let's... Nah, you're just supposed to, this is going to be your new poido. I'm just like, what's, what's, what's Violet Palmer's favorite album? Now, Tony, Tony Brothers' stuff was actually, it's great, dude. Look at this. His favorite book is, well, first, Tony Brothers' favorite TV show is 24 with Jack Bauer. <laughs> I can see Tony, look, 24 seconds on a shot clock, 24 hours in a day. That's right. I can see, like, Tony Brothers, like, if you just close your eyes and took Jack Bauer but pictured it was Tony Brothers instead, I think the show still works. It works. I think the show still works. Uh, His favorite book is the Bible. Yes. And then the best one, his place he would most like to visit, Israel. Hold on, hold on. What's his favorite meal? Fried croakers. Do we know what fried croakers are? I did not look that up. Let's look this up. Um, oh, it's like a fish. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. It's like a Korean. I thought he was just, like, thought he was just eating like fried frog or I, something. That's what I thought. Okay. But no, my favorite um, one was Scott Foster. Yeah, without for how many officials are there? There's a lot actually. Like, Jeez Louise. There's it's three a row. You're yeah, you're scrolling. It's... But yeah, Maybe Scott it's, Foster. Yeah, what what what's Scott Foster? I bet Scott Foster's favorite meal is uh, uh a, a glass of white milk and just some uh, rye bread and he goes to sleep. So Scott Scott he 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 lived a little for his answers, you know. He was given multiple okay. picks out. So okay, but but his favorite TV shows just perfect. Favorite TV show, Shameless and Ozark. So, See, but I I like Ozark, so now I can't like Ozark no more. But that's the show about money laundering, so I put that as Shameless oh. Money Laundering. Oh, you think he's trying to tell us? That's what I thought. I thought this oh, is like him telling okay. us. No, you're reading between the lines. That's right. Okay. Favorite movie, Braveheart, where a man goes out on his shield. That's right, dude. I think. Huh. Golf is not a game of perfect. That's a game about shaving points. No, I don't know. I don't know what's about. Um, Look at the bucket list. Win gold at the U.S. Open Pickleball Championships. Pickleball? Do you not know what pickleball is? I have no idea what pickleball uh, is. That's like a gym class thing. We played that in gym class. This is like a, a rich person thing. Like when I went to Vail at the ski resort, like they had pickleball courts. Who? 
at the ski resort. Look, that's what it is. It's like an old person sport. And tennis? Yeah, it's like tennis, sort of. Like you have paddles and the ball is like a wiffle ball, sort of. Quite. Zoom in on it. I ain't never heard of this in my life, man. I was like, no, I didn't go to no. We wouldn't play no pickleball. Uh, <laughs> really? That's crazy. I thought that was no. like just. All right, so here's not, pickleball. Not can in we, my elementary school. Can we see some videos? Um, oh, look guy's got the. Oh, hell no. Yeah, see? So that's like. Oh, here we go. There's. See, that's what it's like. So it's like this. Okay, so what's the. Is it. Like, can the ball hit the ground or no? Or is it like once like tennis or. I don't even remember, actually. It's fan. Man, Nan's out here playing pick. I'm finna get him, man. Y'all grew up with the gold spoon in your mouth. Trilly had to get it. We didn't even play ball, damn it. We couldn't afford it. The receiving team must let it bounce before returning. Okay, okay so, so it's like tennis. Yeah. But it can't bounce more than once, I'm guessing. Yeah. Who in here? Let me, show of hands. Who in here playing pickleball? Should we do a poll? We, let me see. Who, I, who do I need to rob in here is what I'm looking at. Uh, I'm doing a Okay. Kopi. Nah, no, anybody that play Anthony said it's dope. We could rob an Anthony. Anybody that was playing some pickleball growing up is ripe for a, a, a pocket running. I played pickleball. I only in high school though. I it was like the it was introduced in like my last year of high school. They're like, hey, this new sport just came out. Bro, your senior year, they said, look, you this is your capstone court. We cannot let you go out into the world, young man, unless you know how to play pickleball. Look, pickleball, pickleball, I no, it was tennis. It was actual tennis that I was like, I took third place in the tournament. And tournament? Yeah, we had like, we, well, we had like a whole, t we had two s rows of tennis courts. Two? <laughs> Dude, we have one. Okay. What kind of school is this? Okay, what okay. kind of school was y'all okay. at, man? So, so here's the thing about my high school is two. I got, I got super lucky. So they rebuilt my high school from the ground up my freshman year. But when we went to tour the high school, my when I was in middle school, it had like cracks in the floor and it was like falling apart. And everyone was like, "Wait, we can't go here." And they were like, "Oh yeah, we're knocking this down." They were like, "You're lucky. You don't have to go here." Everyone else did. See, I was the flip side. I went to the school. They since I've graduated high school, they've since built a brand new gorgeous school. Oh, see, I was in one of those. Like people were touring right after I left. Like, mm -hmm. hey, don't be like that guy. He got four years of this garbage. So now nah, we ain't had no we ain't had no pickles. No ball. We yeah. didn't even have students, bro. We we got it out the mud. We didn't have books. <laughs> Doors. I, I didn't see a doorknob until I was uh, 17. Pickleball. It's... What else, what else y'all have in high school? I want to know what kind of uh, euphoria-ass high school y'all were going to, man. Um, We played floor hockey. We just, like, played hockey on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> we had a swimming pool. We had a swimming unit. What? <laughs> we had a we had a huge a huge like tournament sized pool. <laughs> uh, we did not. Um, but here's the thing: is like when I would like I was on like the public speaking team or whatever. You was on the what, <laughs> dude? You can't roast me for that, man, dude. We, 
I needed. I'm, just, I'm not roasting you for being on. I'm roasting you for having because we didn't have none of this, man. It was called. That's okay. what I'm laughing at. Okay, dude. Okay, so this is this is actually a really embarrassing story. I don't know if I should tell this, but like, no, no, please. Okay, so like, I joined. It was called forensics, and I joined it because I watched a lot of CSI, and I thought yeah. it was like crime scenes, like solving crime scenes, but it was public speaking. <laughs> Why was it called forensics? I don't know. I still don't know to this day. But I had I did it because it was actually kind of fun and there were like a lot of cool people in it. And like we would travel <laughs> to other schools and I would be like blown away with like how high tech and like nice these places were. I'd be like, my parents are sending me to prison compared See, to like these other places. Scoob, you wouldn't have made it. You wouldn't have walked through my high school uh I don't think your family would be like, nah, he can't go through those doors, man. Those doors could crumble at any moment. And they could have. They very well could have. Um, oh, they're saying I live in a mansion. Look yeah, here, Yeah, they buddy. say Scrooge, man, Scrooge grew up in Bel Air, man. That's wild. <laughs> no way, dude. Whole time Scrooge talking about his uncle, that's just Jeffrey, his butler. Uh, and yeah, it would just be who could speak the best. Like, it would just be like, you. There'd be different things. It'd be like you'd sell a pitch. You do like Shark Tank to people, like essentially. Bro, we did not do none of that. <laughs> the first, the I've taken one like public speaking course in my life, and it was in college. And I don't know. It's just like I, I get it's a like a real hurdle for. It's just one of those never really really phased me like that. If I have to present something. Like it, I can public speak because if I'm public speaking, I'm probably saying my thoughts. I could say those. If I got to get in front of people and say like somebody else's thought, like I got to prove this is what this guy was talking about. Because mm-hmm. in my head, I'd be like, that was, he was stupid. He was he was thinking about stupid stuff. It's, um, it, it's funny though because the one the the one close the, the poll. Oh yeah, the close the poll. The thing that I did was I would literally read excerpts from books and I would have to like cut out the parts that were like filler and like whittle it down to a certain time period it's like that's what i would have to do it was stressful man i was sweating bullets every week man it was oof. so it was like a like every friday i had a yeah the forensics or something yeah yeah and we would like take a bus to a different high school because a bar our, no ours wouldn't uh, host it you know so and y'all would uh, but so what was if it was like your team versus the other school's team mm-hmm. but what was the What's the prime objective? Well, I got a trophy one time. I took second place. But like, what? So they like. They I don't were, understand. Like, what they they say like just go and you just speak public or like what? Yeah, you, you just like go in a room with other people and you do it, and then they get scores like the Olympics essentially. You go like one at a time, like yeah, your team, yeah. their team, your team, their team. Well, normally but you're not each you're school... not debating a point or anything. Like, it's not debate club. No, no. Okay. Normally, each school would only have like one person do each thing. So it's like the Olympics. You'd only send your best to like. I got you. Yeah, that's what it was like. <laughs> school didn't mention it was a charter bus. No, it was orange bus. <laughs> All right. Trust fund Jumanji. That's that's pretty. It silver spoon Jumanji. Uh, so it was ninety, or excuse me, sixty percent of the people said yes. no. I I've never played. I'm really trying to think. Most of like the any um, high school gym, we didn't do. No, I feel like we just got to play basketball every single day. Like I don't even remember the te- I don't even remember us having a teacher, but it was like we didn't. 
There was no tennis court. There was no swim. Like, what else was we going to do? Of course we played bad. Like, we, those were the options. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I'm... I think pickleball's an age thing, because when I was a senior in high school, they were like, they just invented this. So Yeah, they said school was on the orange buses. That, that orange is for money. Yellow is for the, uh, the regulars. Orange? Wait, am I colorblind or something? I thought they're orange. <laughs> I guess it's school yellow. Bus? I, no, I guess bus. it's they're, yellow. Yeah, it is. No, nah, they're for sure yellow. There's yeah. never been anything more yellow than a school bus. Well, I only go outside at night, so I only see it's like <laughs> it's like a darker color at night. You know. Was this? Did this school take place at night? I'm learning so much. Forensics would. What time was forensics? It was after school, so it'd be like five o'clock, like nighttime. It was winter time when we would do it, so that's nighttime. <laughs> winter for. Nah, I didn't. I don't think I would. I don't think I joined a single club in high school. Like we had some, we didn't have forensics club. I didn't join a single. I didn't do none. I was like, nah. I saw like fights at the public speaking events. Like people, like because like you would see the same people every week at different places (laughs) around the state. You started having some beef. Yes, there were guys that had beef, and I remember one time the guys were like they had to be separated because. The guy, the, the, the guy kept stealing his like, cause we were in the one where we would pick our parts, you know, and the one guy kept stealing it. And he goes, "Oh come on, man! You always take the one I fucking want." And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, man, it's like the end of the season, and this guy's breaking." Little dissension in the ranks. Uh, wait, so do you get to get up there with the card, or you have to have it memorized? Um. Yes. Yeah, so, I'm so confused by this. Yeah, pretty much. That's what it was. Yeah, like you, I would yeah, have. That, a, you would you would have a sheet of paper, it'd be like the excerpt from the book, and you would like cross it out or highlight important parts, whatever, you know. <laughs> but everyone did something different, you know. Some people had like one prepared thing they talked about all year, but I I wanted to do impromptu stuff. He was going off the cuff, improv yeah. school. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. I I, I I bombed one time. I remember, I'll never forget, the assignment was shoes. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck do I talk about with shoes? There's two of them. They got laces. That's literally what I was doing. Yeah, what, what, I, don't, I don't understand. So what Yeah, what are you supposed to talk if the, if the topic was shoes, go. So I had to like talk about shoes for two minutes. So I was like listing Nikes and Reeboks and the various brands and the colors of shoes. And I was like, this stinks. I don't even think I filled the timer. That was the one time I didn't fill the timer that one. So I remember we had to do that for our public speaking class. And I had to, like, you had to pull something out of a hat. Yeah. And I don't remember how much time we got, but you had to like present that. And I remember I got, I think it was either north or the south. And my argument was like Georgia versus Kentucky because I knew people would say, well, Kentucky's not the north. But I was mm-hmm. like, that that's into my two-minute timer. Like uh, people objecting. Yes, yes. Is with, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, well, I think that's a fair point when you consider ding. All you got to do, you just got to play out the string uh, a little bit. Okay, I see why I fucking hated high school. I didn't go to none of the, I didn't go to... Uh, Euphoria High, like we, I ain't play no pickleball. I guess I did go to Euphoria High School. That's pretty cool to think about. I think everybody did. Y'all talk jazz band. 
Dude, dude, someone before said their school has a planetarium. So like, oh y'all are kidding me. You can't, you can't even get on me for having public speaking team. Like, listen, got- I ain't getting on. I'm getting in everybody's pocket. Everybody, everybody voted yes on pickleball getting raw. That's a fact. I got a, uh, I got a bump on the back of my head suddenly. My wallet's get- <laughs> gone. <laughs> you pinned a dollar to my shirt. Um, that's just a preposterous thing to learn um wait before we even get back to the officials do you still have the greg siegel article the other greg siegel article oh let me find that Um, that's what uh yes the end of yesterday's show we read greg siegel who wrote about when michael jordan stole his date uh and apparently there was another greg siegel article yeah where what was that one about that's why I couldn't remember. I was like, I don't know what it was called. I don't, I don't even know how y'all found it. To be honest, did somebody like say it in chat? The first one was Michael Jordan stole my date, and it was on like Spurs Talk website. But I don't know what we did. Anybody find any any further research? See, so I saw a lot of people saying they couldn't find anything. You know. Ooh, I want to find more on Christine. Went out with this uh this allegedly Michael Jordan. Yeah, and see when I <laughs> search for when I I'm doing the same same search. Wait, oh whoa. Do we have it? Uh oh no, this is I think this is some guys referencing the other article. Oh. Uh um, damn. Okay, if we don't have we don't have it, but yeah, no, I don't think we have it. Okay. Oh yeah, right. we flirted but didn't connect. That's what it was. That's what it is. Okay. He flirted. <laughs> That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Was it on like Craigslist or something? Uh, okay, I'm gonna search. We flirted, but didn't connect. But we flirted, but it just didn't click. Uh, was that it? Says Joe. Craig's. Hmm. We have to find it. Yeah, I, it's driving me nuts. It was great. Yeah, Greg Siegel. We flirted, but. How do we spell seagull? Um, I think S. I had, I don't know if it was right. I have S E I G L E. Okay, let's see. That yeah, they <laughs> Jordan might have had the internet just wiped from from yesterday, the end of yesterday's show to right now. No, he might have had it white. I actually um, think he did because when I search, we flirted. It doesn't appear. Hmm. Hmm. This is very strange. Did I maybe I maybe I like hearted it or something? Look, here's the thing. Aaron said the story sounded fake when we read. I was thinking, listening. Nobody talks like this. Here's the thing, Aaron. But would an old white guy like Greg Siegel think people talk like that? That's why I was like, hmm, this might have some. He said, "Hey, buddy, boy, we're running along." Um, I was like, that's probably how Greg Siegel think people talk. That's probably how he thinks Charles Oakley sounds. So wait, someone says they got the story quoted on Reddit, but the link to the source is dead. Did they Ooh, wait? Otters does otters have it? Otters might have it. Otters, be careful, man. Otters, like I got it, and then we just don't hear from otters ever again. Well, like, I don't know. Oh yeah, a meteor fell on him, man. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened, to otters? While we wait for that, I want to reveal another uh, NBA referee fun fact. Please. One an hour every hour until we get the uh, facts from honors. Right, we have here, right this? here we have Jason Go- uh, Goble. 
Okay. Or Gable, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Um, so right here it says, before becoming a full-time referee, Gable worked as a police officer for the Miami-Dade Police Department mm. for 13 years. And his, hey, okay. his favorite movie is The Godfather. Look, worked as a police officer for 13 years, but his favorite show is Power. Where the main guy on power is figuring out how to play both sides of a clean and dirty world. Come on, man. Come on, man. Power's ripe with corruption. Bucket and this guy list. was a 13-year cop. Roll his own cigar. It's gonna stink. It's gonna stink, buddy. Let me see. Yeah, I know. Can people tell us like what to search? I don't think you can't send link or somebody said they sent to your DMs. Apparently, somebody oh, they sent it to my DMs. All right, um, let's. Or somebody just tell what to Google or what to search. Pirates in Blue. I don't know what that is. Favorite musician, Mark Anthony. Okay. Boom. All right. They found it. We got it. Yeah. Wait. Why? Oh, no. That's exactly how I was spelling it. So I don't know why that wasn't appearing. Here. See? They, uh, mm -mm. Dude, they're, they're messing with the, the search engines. Something smells funny. All right. We find out Michael Jordan bought 22% uh, of Google. Yesterday, just to just to get okay. Here we yeah, go. Yeah, just to we are we in the mix? Boom, we're here. We're in. Here we go. Oh baby. Oh, we, this. we flirted. We just didn't <clears throat> click. Wow. Oh boy. Oh, this is Washington Post. I might have to. Uh, we might have to do another read through with the voices, but I'll need it on my screen too. We flirted. We just didn't click. By Greg C. Okay, while I'm point, can you give me another referee fact? Uh, yeah. Let's see. Um, oh, where was the one? Crap, I'm forgetting which one it give, was. Oh, give me Gucci Man ref. Him number sixty. I want. I want to know something about number sixty. James Williams. Okay, James Williams. Uh, yeah, I think it's Gucci ref. What's he got? Hidden talent. Throwing a baseball. We find he's not even good. Everybody, like, oh, do you used to pitch or something? No, you can throw like ninety miles an hour. No, I just like to throw. Uh, His favorite fake. app, Waze. That's tough. The traffic app. <laughs> <laughs> I love navigating through the traffic. Um, I thought I would remember <clears throat> which guy, but one of the guys was like a Navy SEAL or something, <laughs> and he says he's like a gunsmith. I can't. Be, I didn't know it was this many reps. That's. I mean, I, you know, it's three, four a night, and they got a lot of crews, but Jesus, we. The one some of these are some of those not real faces pictures, like not real people. The one thing that cracked me up the most was how there's two of the refs who on their bucket list is to fly a plane, and there's about 40 of them whose bucket list is to skydive or fly somewhere. Hmm. We could get some kind of referee bonding trip together. We need to see, like, everybody they see is the referees all, you know, buttoned up and so serious. We need to see them let their hair down, fly a plane right. to Greece uh, with the boys. I think there's about six of them that want to go to Rome, about five Italy, a bunch want to go to Israel. Um, so they want to go all over the place. We've been on Scott Foster. Most wants to go to Ukraine. It's like, what? 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 <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay. I have found the article. If we're, if we're read it, you, uh, I'll read the, the text. You read the quotes. <clears throat> all right. I will try. I will try. Let's, here we go. <clears throat> 
Hi! Read the electronic message that unexpectedly flashed across my computer screen one recent afternoon. It came from a name I, I didn't recognize. Uh, hello. I typed back, then quickly consulted the sender's America Online profile, which identified her as a 25-year-old Washington woman named Kimberly, who likes to bike and play tennis. On this slow workday, Kimberly had started doing what many other Washingtonians do these days, flirt with a stranger by email. America Online and other internet service companies give their customers the ability to trade so-called instant messages, a particularly intrusive kind of email. On AOL, men and women are known to spend hours scanning the short biographies voluntarily made available by members looking for potential dates. Call it cyberscoping. You got that from I've a been... high? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Having just taken a break from work and signed on to check my email, I was glad to respond to Kimberly's message. There was no way to know for certain that she was anything she said she was. But what the heck? I'm an open-minded 32-year-old who also bikes and plays tennis and a bachelor. As my chance encounter with Kimberly indicates, men and women look for different qualities in potential mates, bars. As Kimberly and I hid behind our computer screens and said what we really thought, our selfish, superficial sides were quickly exposed all within half an hour. Our conversation started off innocently enough, like any cautious flirtation. But soon our true desires bared themselves naked and raw. Allow me to summarize and stereotype. Men seek out trim, good-looking gals. Women seek out rich, powerful guys. This may not be news in Washington. Well, come to think of it, maybe it has something to do with all the news swirling around Washington. Our chat proceeds as follows. G. Siegel. Oh, man. Oh, are they about to start sexting? I'm going to have to read it. Oh, man. Yes. Okay. G. Siegel. Wait, I wish I knew what this guy looked like. It's hard to do a voice for someone you don't know what they look like, you know? You got to be creative. You, you got you to gotta take it for a ride. <clears throat> What's on your mind? I'm doing a little Kipper, free voice DC. for him. I was just bored and looking at profiles. Thought I'd say hi. I like your profile. G. Siegel. Thanks, smiley face. Kimber DC. What kind of writing do you do? G. Siegel. I'm a freelance human interest writer. Kimber DC. That sounds great. We bantered for about 10 minutes discussing tennis nightlife, and her part-time job at a local B&B. She also went into great detail describing her full-time job with the restaurant design studio, which created the interiors of some well-known eateries. We established that we live near each other, share common interests, and that tons of people are online solely to flirt and pick up dates. Kimberly told me many local AOL men hit on her. G. Siegel. Oh, okay. I'd be interested in your stories if you care to share. Kimber, D.C. Mostly the guys are kind of dumb. Not you. The others. G. Siegel. Haha, <laughs> yeah. Not too eloquent, I hear. So, do you mind if I ask what you look like? Oh, this guy's a simp. Pause. Kimber, I'm, D.C. I'm 5'10", blonde hair, green eyes... 
Here's where I take a chance and push it. G. Siegel. Enticing and pause and Ember DC 510 and Kimber DC. Are you asking? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Kimber DC says the and G Siegel says the five. Oh, yeah, start again from uh, Kimber DC. Kimber DC and G Siegel 510 and Kimber DC. Are you asking me what I weigh? That's not nice. G. Siegel. Geez, is it really so bad? It gives an accurate barometer, smiley face. G. Siegel. Aw, don't be so mad. G. Siegel. Hello! I know this argument isn't winnable, at least not today. So I back off. Kimber DC. Still have to know. G Siegel. No, I don't have to know. Kimber DC. I wasn't upset. I was just chastising you. It's not really polite to ask how much she weighs, you know. I don't have anything to hide. If she has nothing to hide, why is she hiding her weight, I wonder? Time for a subject change. Dude, G. Siegel. What? This guy's crazy. Oh, there's so much reading here. Oh, He's this is... This is... I, it's gonna get into the mix. That's a lot of reading. I can't hold these voices in. Listen, Scoop, we're almost there. No, we're not. We are not. We are not close at all. <laughs> okay, we're gonna... I have to drop the voice. I can't do it anymore. He getting wild. Nah, I think he, he, he kind of wild boy. Um... Yeah, these the messages are getting too long to do the voices. Well, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to skip forward to another part. Why we'll skip to, and then jump back in. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Skip down to. Do you see where it says I'm still dying to know what she looks like? Oh, that's closer yes. to the end. You see that part? Yes, yes. Okay, here we go. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, because there, there's a lot of a muck. We're getting back to cause basically the going in circles. The part we're skipping. They're all like they're circling around. He's still trying to find out what she looks like. She still hasn't said her weight, and he's still like, uh, I don't know. So <clears throat> you said this is close to the end. This is it is like I'm. It's we're so much closer. Chad, you see this, Chad? You see what's being done here? You just don't want to do the voice, which is fine. But we listen. We cut a lot of the glut. Because there was some absolute dreck. I don't uh, think I can do the voices. We're oh just going to have to read it. He's he's the worst writer in the world. I can't This is, yeah. I, that's what I was like. I, okay, yeah, this is just, okay. Um, it doesn't even seem real. Like, that's the thing is, like, when I'm... This is fanfic. Like, uh, like, that's genuinely what I'm... Like, when I'm reading this, I'm like, this seems fake. Yeah, this this is like the last one. He didn't have to. He's trying to dabble into too much uh, character writing now. He could set the scene in the Jordan one and kind of fill in the word. The words were less important in the Jordan one. The scene was more important. Here, all you have are the words, and it's just, it's just literally like if you were just reading somebody's conversation, and most people's conversations stink. 
I was trying to get to the part where he's basically like, uh, so are you a tubby? Um, he's like, I'm okay. <laughs> if I do G Siegel, will you do Kimberly? Okay, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, at the I'm leaning in shape part. Uh, I'm lean. Okay, here we go. Yes. You see it? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. <clears throat> I'm leaning in shape. Just feel I deserve the same. Now it's time for Kimberly to drop her doozy on me. Just as she's heard my rap before, I've heard hers plenty around town. Well, I guess I have a similar problem, but it's more financial than physical. Hmm. Gold digger, huh? Well, I'm poor. For now, let me make that clear. I have a pretty nice lifestyle. I like to go out to nice places and buy nice things. And a lot of people can't afford to keep up with that. My last boyfriend was always broke and it drove me crazy. I don't mind paying for things, but it was all the time. See, this is fake. No, that wouldn't happen with me. I'll often treat for din-din. But while I'm chasing my writer's dreams, I can't live the high... Yeah, no, people don't talk like this. Like, this, this is why I wanted to get to this. This is not real. <laughs> uh, lady, I would like to treat you to din-din tonight. I'll often treat... But while I'm chasing the dreams, my, uh, my writer's dreams, I can't live the high life. I joke with my friends that I'm currently upper lower class instead of lower middle class. Smiley face? Yeah, this is... <laughs> Yeah, I understand. It turned out Kimberly had had enough. Well, listen, I better get back to work. It was nice meeting you, though. Ha! Okay. You're running along now that you know I don't have dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign, huh? Well, like you said, I feel I deserve the same. I work hard and make a lot of money. I, know I feel that's right. <laughs> I deserve someone who can keep up. You, of all people, should understand. She has me there. Sure I do. Oh, uh, here we go. Maybe it seems shallow, but to me, placing importance on physical appearance is shallow. What if I were an inherent millionaire? Then maybe you could take me out. <laughs> what a blankety-blank hypocrite I'm thinking. I soldier on. Despite knowing that the game is lost because I'm a blankety-blank hypocrite, too. I've worked hard. Physical unattractiveness isn't changeable, mind you. Monetary situations are. Guess I'm too impatient. So, the timing is bad, but maybe we're both a little richer for it. Figuratively speaking, that is. Take care, smiley face. You too! Well, what can you say? At least Kimberly and I were courteous. Some online flirtations dissipate quicker than ours. Some get ugly. Later, I sent Kimberly an email telling her I'd like to write about this exchange. I told her I hope to publish it in the post. A major score for me journalistically and a boost to my reputation. She agreed to let me use her quotes, but not her real name. We even chatted by phone a few times. But no date. She wouldn't tell me her weight, so I withheld my offer to treat her to a romantic $2 and 22 cents dinner at Burger King. And scene. I need to know what this guy looks like so badly, bro. Listen, she he is so mad because she played his game. She played, well, well, well how, why does my money matter? That's what I desire. Why does my weight matter? 
That's what you desire, right? Well, I can change one. I can't change. So you broke is what I'm hearing. You putting all that time into being in shape and not getting your bands up. She said, we're coming out richer, figuratively speaking, of course, because you're poor as fuck, as we've established repeatedly. Um, Journalism used to be way different. Like, this was like a major score for him journalistically, was writing this piece of shit. In the Washington Post. Right. This is the Washington Post. Um, I can't believe there's no pictures of him on the site. I can't believe they left this up on the site. Uh yeah, this guy, this is this this feels like literal incel, right? Like, well, why do, why do women want yeah, why do women want things that I also want, but in a different way? Why mm, yeah. She said, Well, she said you can hit me back when you get your bands up. And he was like, Well, okay, you're fat and you'll never get a man. And she's like, I've already got several. Okay, bye-bye. You wrote this and, in 1998. And th- yeah, yeah, Teddy, this is the same guy who told the story that he didn't. I just played it so cool in front of Michael Jordan. Um, okay. O- okay, you got it. You got it, Big Greg. You the man. Scared of you, Big Dog. Um, oh, I feel like we got another. Read situation that we meant to get to yesterday. Apparently, a woman met her soulmate, um, but the only problem was she had to divorce her husband to do it. Yes, that. I, uh, <laughs> I, this was uh, where was this posted? Uh, the Sydney Morning Herald. This is the Sydney Morning Herald. Uh. And it says, less than a month after I met my soulmate. I'm trying to pull this one up, too. Less than a month after I met my soulmate, I ended my 14-year marriage. 14 years is a long time, school. That's a really long time. I think That's a long... they have kids, too. So I, I feel like I have to read this, though. Like not like there's like there's not like any quotes or anything. I was look. It's not short, but it's not it's not nearly as long as that last one. Mm-hmm. But I I feel like I have to get to the bottom of this. I haven't read all this. I wanted to read it live. Um, I must. This is the Sydney like Australia Morning Herald. Are they getting that wild? I think so. I think on the down is, under. I think this would be Australia. I do love the Sydney Morning Herald because that means their website is just the SMH. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Um, okay. <clears throat> Less than a month after I met my soulmate, I ended my 14-year marriage by Amanda Trinfield. Oh, she put a name on it, too. Oh, yeah. Wow. They're not scary. They it's real names, real situations. Oh yeah, you have to do an Australian <laughs> accent. Oh, listen, that's why I was like, this is a little too long for. <laughs> I wasn't expecting a formal dinner with cheerful conference attendees in the beautiful West Australian town of Margaret River to turn my life upside down. I had a good life. I wasn't looking to upend it, or was I? Was I? <laughs> I decided. Only the week earlier to attend the three-day event with my husband. It wasn't in the family holiday plan, and we had to arrange care for the children, but I saw it as a perfect opportunity for us to reconnect, as we had become quite distant. 
I believe that time away from the stress of everyday life was the perfect remedy to reignite our relationship. We entered the magnificent oak panel dining room, taking our seats at the long, elegantly laid table. My husband sat to my left and quickly engaged another couple in conversation. As I settled into my seat, I looked up and immediately lost my breath. When our eyes met, there was an instant familiarity that ran deeper than water cooler chat. These eyes had locked before, 12 years earlier. His name was Jason. I hadn't forgotten. Throughout the dinner, I was my usual animated and conversational self. I was, after all, in sales. The group chatted happily, all of us enjoying an excellent degustation of West Australian delicacies cooked with attention and pride. As the, as the entree was served, Jason offered me a sip of his wine to taste the robust old uh, vine Shiraz. After a little banter and coaxing, I accepted. Over the course of the evening, my attraction to Jason developed. I soon became aware of his every breath, and I unconsciously mirrored his pace. I caught myself, embarrassingly, looking at his chest through his slim-fitted white evening shirt. Yes, he had a fit-toned and attractive body, but was it his chest I was drawn to? When dessert was served, he offered me a sample of his decadent and oozy chocolate pudding. I declined but he scooped up a generous spoonful and fed me across the table anyway. He displayed a level of familiarity normally reserved for close friends or lovers. If anyone had been watching us, they would have been at least curious as to the nature of our relationship. By the time the group left the restaurant late in the evening, all my senses were on a high alert. It was abundantly clear that the energy between Jason and me was somehow charged. I instinctively understood, though, that this was more than just lust, something I had felt many times before. I also understood that it was more than simply physical attraction, but I simply couldn't put my finger on it. At the hotel bar, Jason bought me a glass of my favorite rosé. We looked into each other's eyes, his dark and mysterious, mine big and brown, and clinked glasses. The electricity between us was strong and raw. It traveled to my core. It was so intense, I needed to break the eye contact. He we, the energy, it was electric. My body was completely charged. I was completely on. I had to determinately fight the continual pull to his side that I felt. As we moved around each other throughout the evening in various conversations, though, we were always aware of one another's location. When we locked eyes across the room, the intensity of our stares magnified, becoming bolder as the night progressed. We held our gaze longer. Our connection deepened. I loved talking with him. I felt warm, relaxed, and safe in his presence. I felt I could truly be myself at a level I wasn't familiar with. I realized that it was a feeling I hadn't enjoyed in a long, long time. Perhaps ever. Sure, we were laughing and joking like old friends, but the deepening connection through our eyes was undeniable. My behavior that night was uncharacteristic. I stayed out way longer than I normally would. I'm usually an early to bed, early to rise type, but this was no ordinary evening. I was in no hurry to lose our connection. In fact, I wanted time to stand still. I wanted to remain in the energy, our energy, forever. The bar called last drinks and the evening now early into the morning came to an end. The goodbye was overt, open and revealing of our mutual affection. We enjoyed a body-hugging embrace while I whispered into his ear 
this isn't over. I need to see you again. He put his hands tightly on my waist and pulled me close. Yes, he replied. It was all I needed to hear. As I danced back to my room feeling vulnerable, but also unexpectedly whole, I couldn't wipe the smile from my face. I'd never felt anything like this before. I'd never experienced this sensation. I didn't understand the energy. It was like an out-of-body or perhaps an in-body experience. I know without hesitation, without question, without any doubt in my mind, my body or my heart, that the energy we experienced that evening was our souls connecting. I left Margaret River a different woman. I knew in my heart, in my soul, in the very fabric of my being that I had profoundly changed. I couldn't articulate the feelings, the sensations, the experience, the connectedness I experienced with Jason at a level impossible to describe. All I knew for certain that this was one encounter in the most unlikely of places under the most unusual of circumstances, and it had dramatically altered my life. The next few days were a complete blur. I couldn't make any sense of my feelings. I couldn't escape unrelenting thoughts of Jason. I certainly couldn't fathom how I'd resume my normal life, a full-time career in financial services, the care of two young children, household chores, social engagements, being a wife. What I did understand was that the successful, comfortable, and somewhat predictable life I had spent 20 years building was now of no consequence. I simply didn't care. I just met my soulmate. What could possibly be more important than that? Less than a month after meeting Jason, having no communication with him since our time in Margaret River, I ended my 14-year relationship with my husband. The woman who had always been so careful, so planned, so organized, and so clear about the path her life would take had just made the most dramatic decision of her life, one affecting those dearest to her, her family. The end. Says, that is an edited extract from When a Soulmate Says No by Amanda Trenfield in stores yesterday. So the soulmate Woo! said no. Wow, this is like the opening page. Holy shit. Listen, that is a te- that is a motherfucking tease. <laughs> I might order that book right now. I might order that book right now. The name of the book is when a soulmate said, listen, man, my whole, maybe she's, where's her husband this whole time? He was at the dinner. That's the part I didn't get. Right. At some point he just went home and she was like, I'm going to stay with this dude. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're going to go home. You're going to stay with the, uh, the handsome in shape. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Just call me when you get in. Um, what? That's crazy, bro. I mean, you got to feel nasty. for the guy. Do you? That's the game, man. What if sometimes you? What if they, sometimes they you the bad bug, vibes? Sometimes you the bug. Sometimes you the windshield. Man. Sometimes you Jason. Sometimes you the husband. Uh, back at the hotel, probably trying to get some strange. So, when a soulmate says no, it's tough. I'm like, that's the. Don't ever go after what you want. You might end up. Uh, <laughs> you might up end up in the C uh, the SMH. The Sydney Morning Herald. Nobody wants to end up in the Sydney Morning Herald. What if you get the book and you read it and her husband is named Greg? It's Greg S. Greg Siegel. It's Greg. 
<laughs> That's how I met my Greg. Um, <laughs> I thought you could say, what if we, uh, it was somehow related to Adam Schefter's book. <laughs> when the soulmate says, now I found my soulmate and he went on to become an NFL reporter that married a widower of a 9-11 guy. Gentleman. Um, tough business. Nasty tough business. business school. Yeah, uh, g- give me a little poidal if we can. Let's do our NBA player guessing game. Then we'll jump into a break. I got to drink some honey or something. My voice is shot. I don't know how. There's no way we're continuing on to throwing voices and such. We got to say that for the last hour. Um, our NBA player guessing game. Would you like to jump us off? Um. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Taylor Horton Tucker. Some THT action. Okay. This person is in the West. They're in the West. They're taller than 6'4", not a guard. They're older than 21. Jersey number under five, though. That limits it quite a bit. Mm -hmm. So in the West, not Pacific, a Ford... Taller than 6'4", older than 21. Jer- I don't know jersey numbers, man. That yeah, might not help us not much at all. It <laughs> uh, won't help us a bit. Um, Western Conference Ford. No, not Pacific. I will say Dorian Finney-Smith. Let's see. Ooh, hey. Okay, okay, okay. Um, in the Southwest, but not the Mavericks. So Texas teams, Pelicans, OKC, I believe. Slightly taller than 6'7". And between 21 and 28. So young young adult gentleman. Who you got? Kelton. Uh, no, Kellen Johnson's not older than... Tw- or is he 22? Um, he might, He's not taller than 6'7", though. I know that. Oh, okay. Um, this person is slightly taller than six seven, so we're like at six eight, six nine. Forward on a Texas team, Christian Wood. I don't know how tall Christian Wood is. Ooh, that gave us nothing. Okay, now six eight. Okay, exactly six. Okay, so the person's exactly six eight, between twenty one and twenty six. This would leave the Spurs, I think the Spurs, Pelicans, Thunder, I believe. Spurs, Pelican, Thunder. Larry Nance? No, he's tall. Uh, Brandon Ingram? Nope. Exactly six. Okay, getting closer with the age. <laughs> the number didn't help us at all. The net- <laughs> I was like, yeah, this will help us a lot. Nah, no, 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 no. That was a lot. Um, okay, I think it's silhouette time. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it's silhouette time. Let me see. Scroll. Let's see. Oof. Pelicans. Or no, not the Pelicans. Spurs or Thunder. Is that? Oh, is Keldon's it- not 6'8", though. Um. Is it Ludor? No, he's not no, that tall. Like, yeah, he's not that tall. Um, who's on the Thunder that's 6'8"? It's not Shea. It's not Giddy. 
Is it Isaiah Roby? Oh no. Nana. Oh, oh so Thunder not in the Northwest. That's interesting. Boy, I I don't know about this one, school. Uh yeah, I don't know either. I'm out of options. I all I had was Keldon Keldon Johnson. I don't think that's Let's, okay. Him. So who are the other teams though? So it's got Spurs. We guess Mavericks, guess Rockets. Who is on the Spurs? That is middle. Um, Primo. Primo. Yeah, he's too young. Uh, Keldon's not six eight. Dejounte. Um, Devin Vassell. I don't think Devin Vassell's that old though. Devin Vassell. Oh, it's not even the Spurs. If it's, okay, yeah. If it's not a spur, I don't. What? I don't know who the other team is. Is it I the Grizzlies? Was... Oh, gri- uh, I was thinking Desmond Bain, but he's not from the silhouette. I was thinking Desmond Bain. Oh, then right. we got one more. So it's got to be a Grizzly. No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> no, we got I was like, he's more. not six. Oh, we got... okay, okay. Yeah, let, let me see the silhouette. It's on the Grizzlies. Who is six eight? Who plays on the wing for the Grizzlies? Darren Jackson. Would he be forward? No, he's too tall. Jackson's too tall. Adams too tall. Morant's too short. Bang's too short. Brandon Clark. Kyle Anderson. David it's not Tillman. Kyle Anderson. Tillman. I don't. Know. That's all I got. Sure. Oh! oh! Yes. The thirteen minute man. We talk about running it down to the end of the shot clock. I oh, what a pull. Only remembered him because yesterday someone said, what's the point of Xavier Tillman's minutes? That's so we remember what he looks like it's for a, this. It was the longest con. It was the longest con. And still, bang. Roby says, Sexjay don't know how tall anyone is. Brother, why would I know? What am I? I'm watching him on TV. I'm supposed to know how tall someone is exactly. Yes. Yes. This is your. This, you'll pay for this, Jumanji. You should have said, as soon as we got it between 6'7 and 6'9, you should have said that, that narrows it to Tillman and you scanned the database in your head. You, you should have known. You should have known. Um, <laughs> let's take a break so you could you could think about what you've done. This was <laughs> hey, welcome back. Hour two. More news. Um, you pull up the the Las Vegas Aces, the WNBA team. They made the news yesterday. They acquired this tweet says Las Vegas acquired the eight. Number eight, number 13 picks in the 2022 WNBA draft on the day before the event in a trade with the Lynx. Today, the team announced it waived Maya Hollingshed, number eight, and Kayla Pointer, number 13. Scoop, the draft was on April 10th. The draft was three weeks ago. I don't understand this at all. So... Like the eighth pick, the thirteenth pick is. I was like, "What did they trade? They traded with the Lynx. They traded their next year's 
first and second to get this year's first and second. So they've traded their draft, their first and second round picks for next year's draft for these picks this year. Drafted Maya Hollingshed and Caleb Pointer and immediately released both of them. And it's like, what? One, what? Apparently, it's like the Aces, one, are like they're a really stacked team, so it's going to be hard to make the roster anyway. Also, this is something that I didn't know. Did you know women can't be practice players in the WNBA? No, I did not know that. I had no idea. Because, like, part of the issue, it's only 12 teams. And 12 roster spots, 12 teams. That's 144. But a, no, a majority of the teams apparently keep 11 just, just to save that extra money. So that's that many fewer roster spots. And, like, there's no G League equivalent. Like, you can't stash talent there. There's no practice squads like NFL because women aren't allowed to be on the practice squads. As I said, what? Like, why? Why is that the case? And I found this article that talks about it. And let's see where it gets to it. Um, right here, it's kind of a weird rule. Yeah, but then they talk about, like, why it's a... Yeah, here we go. Part of the reason, yeah, WNBA teams rely on practice players due to roster limits. Well, NBA rosters can include 17 players, 15 active, plus two two-way players. WNBA rosters are capped at 12. And while concerned about exploiting potential WNBA prospects is legitimate, is it realistic? Um, basically, the rule is you can't, it can't be anyone who's like a prospect for the NBA because it would be like, they think it'd be a way to get around the rules. Where people would just pay, but oh, okay, we can't, like, we can't have you on our roster. We'll just pay you the same amount to be on our practice squad mm-hmm. and practice. So, thusly, it's like you have to sign people to your practice squad that, like, can be proven aren't WNBA prospects. And men are not WNBA prospects. So, that's how every single practice player in the WNBA is a man. And that's just a wild thing to me. And it it really is. Like Terrence said, there's a three-round draft. So, there's more rounds in the draft than the NBA, but less places to put them and i think the women's game like the men's game i think more a higher quality and a higher quantity like more good players are coming or entering the talent pool every year and it's how you get like two players cut like this like all the good players from the aces last year didn't go anywhere there's just not that many places to go unless you're going overseas full-time so it's like expansion is the option, but the, even then you gotta like you gotta find a viable city, like one that'll support it so much and has the infrastructure and team and all that. And so I I think expansion's probably the expansion of the rosters is probably the easiest solution right now. But I don't know. They'll holler money, but even then when Joe side like had everybody charter flights, they were still like no. So hmm. I don't know what the answer is, but the WNBA not being ha- able to have women practice players is chaos. What and it, it says, I mean, yeah. Bill Lambeer says it makes them better. He says 
most of the good women are already on a basketball team, so I'd rather have the guys because they can challenge the ladies more. Yeah, scroll down a little bit because then somebody's like, I just uh, see, the standard Bondello uh, says the standard of our league is so amazing. There's going to be some players you can bring in and be good practice players. There's a player that's really good and she's not going to make our team, but can help us prepare for a season. Why couldn't it be a female? That's where I tip because like is is whatever you're practicing for in the game, you're not playing these dudes ever. Right. So if it's like if on our practice squad, we could have, I don't know, the two <laughs> the two top 13 picks that they just cut because maybe they didn't have room for or whatever. So I don't know. Now somebody's just gonna get to sign these two, which may end up being a good thing. Again, I'm team anti-draft. So if if, if was a Caleb Pointer in my if they just get to go wherever the best situation for them is. Like Rosebud said, like Philly a team, the comments, I like it's easy to say that. And I think it's a lot harder to find like who's gonna actually like show up enough to justify it. And I think there are places that would, but even then the process if they approved a, a new expansion franchise today, they wouldn't go into effect for what at least what two years? Like I feel like minimum. So that doesn't really help the players being cut now. So a decent article about the women on the Timberwolves practice squad and staff. Yeah, it, it's, I don't know. It just seems like something It's like, this doesn't make sense. Why doesn't this make sense? And then you look into it more and it's like, that doesn't make sense either. Like the Joe Psy ones, like he was ready to get them charter flights and they were like, no, they might get to it. What? So I don't know what the answer, I don't know if you, <clears throat> excuse me, tie them to but i feel like chair like tie them to the nba like the atlanta dream will be tied to like the hawks so the hawks would be covering some of that like they would their g league team like this is a part of the hawks umbrella but i don't know if that's charity or i don't know i don't know if there are simple answers but that was just wild wild thing to see women banned from practicing in the WNBA. so some Brittany Griner update. Yeah. Which seems like better news is Brittany Griner now classified as wrongfully detained by Russia. U.S. State Department says major shift in her case means officials will try to negotiate her release rather than let Russian legal system play out. So that feels like a good thing. I don't know what. And we're looking at the article now. Maybe it said what took so long. Because she's been to t- 75 days, man. Mm-hmm. 75 days. That's that's too long to be detained. Uh for this, for why for the reason she's detained. So it looks for, like what changed is a source close to Griner confirmed Monday that former US ambassador to the United Nations, Bill Richardson, who has worked privately for years as an international hostage negotiator agreed to work on Griner's case last week. So, okay, Billy, so <clears throat> Billy comes in last week and this week he he making some moves already? Yeah, it says experts have said his involvement would be a crucial sign her case has moved to a new realm. Okay, well, that's that's some good news. So hopefully uh Billy boy is working hard. That that's some some progress. I uh, saw that the WNBA said they're paying her her full salary. For this season, even though she's not playing, so, and I, I did, I saw that, yeah, yeah, and they're putting a, a decal mm-hmm. 
of her on every one of the home courts just to kind of like keep it as like an awareness and a talking point, which I, I think is important because that's something that one of those, they don't have to do that. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully like the season starts I like next week, like soon, soon. So I'm just guessing this see, I mean, not, the seasons are also not very long that I just don't see a way she gets out. And then also is in the kind of condition she would need to be to play in. So Oh, seems like things are at least heading in a positive way. Hopefully. So, yeah. Let's see, Mamesa, NBA. Yeah, like a lot. I mean, the NBA, as with any business, a lot of them don't make money for a long time. A lot of them don't turn a profit. And it doesn't mean you're doing things poorly if you don't turn a profit yet. But I thought part of like being under the NBA umbrella was like, we already did that. So you didn't have to do that. That's what I thought it was like. Yeah, we. We get it. Now we're raking in the billions. We can we can toss you a little something. So we did that. So hopefully you wouldn't have to go through that. So there's that. What? Uh, I don't know. Where do we go? Did Did you watch Winning Time School? I did. I did. You did thoughts. I watched it last night. Thoughts. Stinks. It's boring. <laughs> Why do you keep watching it then? I think you're out on it every week. If you guys are going to ask me about it, I might as well have watched it, right? I mean... Listen, Jack McKinney down bad, man. Jack couldn't find his way out of the... Uh, out of the, the, the stadium. And he wants to coach the damn basketball team. I think they should have let him. I would have liked to see what happened. Like, <laughs> like at this point, if they're gonna lie, they should have just like went crazy. You know, you don't think they're going crazy <laughs> with the lies? I think they're going crazy. Jerry West thinks they're going crazy with the lies. I don't know. I feel like they. <clears throat> well, the one thing that the the craziest lie in this episode to me was, um, a cream sitting down and being like it was my decision to cut you from the team because it's very publicly known that it was paul westhead's choice <laughs> yeah but that's not as fun don't you get it but the most fun option would have been to let um Haywood stay on the team and just let him keep smoking crack like that would have been like the craziest option they could have done like if they wanted to get really crazy like well, I mean, that they, throws a wrench in the Lakers' plans if that happens. Well, I'll say this: that was the part that was like they did wait to the team to put them off, uh, and like the part at the very end where <laughs> they're like, "Yeah, you still got that gun? Who do you want to kill? The Lakers?" Um, oh yeah, that so, didn't happen either. I said all of them, Spence. Damn. Uh, in real, you say? that didn't happen either. Spencer Haywood said he only he only called the guy about Paul Westhead. That was it, you know? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, that part was true. He wants Westhead, at, which maybe they'll get to in the next episode. But he definitely either... Uh, he explored the options. I love him driving <clears throat> right after getting kicked off the team to... um. Uh, <laughs> who was the guy? Just a, it looked like Lieutenant Dan from Forrest yeah. Gump. <laughs> uh, yeah, just like... You, that's the thing I ask all my friends. You still got that Magnum? He's uh, like, yeah, <laughs> man. I got a bazooka, man. What do you yeah, mean, man? You man? Yeah, man. You want to smoke some of these ops, man? Who's your ops, man? The Los Angeles Lakers. Um, They're cool, man. Uh, That's great. 
Yeah, now I'm going to kill the Lakers for you, is what he said. That part was pretty good. Um, I liked, <laughs> I really liked Jerry Buss knocking over the fourth wall camera. I was like, well, that's like fifth wall. That's like, that's, that's like, what is it, like seventh wall? When he looks at the fourth, it's like, get out of here. That's it over. too extra, dude. You can't do I said, that. Wow. That's art. Sex J doesn't know cinema. That's art. Then he's going to be sucking titties next episode. Oh, you better believe. I'm surprised he didn't this week. You got a reprieve. Plenty uh, of I th- plenty of opportunities. I mean, he's in he, a hospital. The nurses all around. I mean, who knows? Yeah, another thing I, I did want to look this one up. Uh, Jerry West's mother passed away in May 1977. He didn't buy the Lakers till 79. Yeah. So they, uh, yeah, they kind of fast forwarded that one. Yep. And also, um, <laughs> I think Jeannie, Jeannie was in school at USC, and she already ran like the roller derby team. She was like mm-hmm. VP. So all this stuff about Jerry being like, she can't work for us. Not true. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. Who who are we to say what really happened in the 70s? I wasn't there. So what if Jeannie Buss says it? You know what I mean? She's biased. So funny to lie and still be so <laughs> boring. Listen, they don't, it ain't supposed to be boring. It's supposed to get eyeballs. Getting eyeballs. Yeah, I guess I guess I gotta stop feeding into the numbers, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, if you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. Um, oh, it's too late like, now. Like, like, I was gonna say, if it's just violating you to your core, I did appreciate how it took us legit like seven episodes to get to basketball. And in this one, we went from, like, right before the playoffs. Now we're in the finals. Right. Did you notice um, what kind of basketball we're getting? It's just all alley-oops. That's all we get. That's all, all they show. It's alley-oops, and somebody comes. Kareem's two feet from the basket, and somebody comes set a pick, and he uh, staggers around him and, and skyhooks it. Yep, yep. Um, I did, Kareem was like, listen, Spencer said he'll stay on the team. He promised us he won't smoke any crack. Until after the final, right? He said he, he'll quit cold turkey. He said, "Yeah, he said he'll it. give it up until after the finals." And everybody was like, "I don't believe him, man. I don't believe him." I'm Adam McKay. Didn't know Google exists. I'm. Does he know basketball? Exit. Like I felt we're, we're just zooming through the fight. This was episode. Nine. How many episodes of this tent? Like we're I close, the, right? I think the next one's the finale. Pretty sure. Ooh wee. So this is going to, yeah, we're going to zoom past the finals. That's got to be where they, yeah, the finals, and then they let, for next season, it comes back. Because Magic, it's some, somewhere along the way, Magic and Paul Westhead had beef. Mm-hmm. Like, soon. So I'm guessing that's where they, that, that will be our cliffhanger next week. Even while they're celebrating, uh, he's still upset. He says, funniest part of winning times, I'm telling the lies about people you can bump into a radio drive and had entire scenes debunk. Like all these people, right? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> y'all don't know cinema, man. Y'all don't like, y'all, y'all want everything to be so letter of the law. It, it's better when the people are dead because then you can get crazy with the lies. When they're all alive, it's, it's just boring. Yeah, they should if they, they should have did the uh, Minneapolis like George Mike and Lakers if they were just gonna like go crazy like yeah George Mike and got his wife's best friend pregnant but then she lost the baby so then he was trying to get back with her and also he hated Larry Bird and it's like <laughs> and everyone's like wait Larry Bird was there <laughs> what yeah 
<laughs> they were just looking at the camera uh, next year, asshole, or whatever. Uh, I was like, damn, Bird, you talk about rent-free. Bird is in Magic's head rent-free. I don't think Larry Bird thinks about any of these guys. I don't think he's ever thought about another NBA player. No. Like in his life. Um, do you think we tone it down? Are they tone it down for season two with the lawsuit? All contraire. No, they go opposite. They're going up, up, up. It's the euphoria effect. Yeah, next is going to be like, oh, yeah, you like that? What about when Jerry West uh, threatens to quit and become an astronaut? Like, they're just going to go so far left. What about Jerry West coming? Do you guys remember when he came back and tried to play for the 86, 87 Lakers? He was 62. Remember when he had a machete on the court (laughs) mid-game? He wouldn't put it. He was just just wielding it at anyone. They, They wouldn't call a foul on him. Uh. And it's like, yeah, because that's episode four. Have you seen... I might have another show for you. Have you seen The Young Rock? No. Dude, the stills from The Young Rock show, they look terrible. Like, they look... This is like Young Sheldon, right? But for The Rock. Yes, yes. Okay. Can what, I... what network, what service is this on? Um, I this don't even like a, know. It's like an Apple TV or something. Straight to uh, Peacock. Here it is, right here. Here's the still. So look at this picture. <laughs> it looks <laughs> like I'm looking into the, the, the... Where... Let me see. Where's the picture? <laughs> I don't have it. Okay, weird. But, uh... Strange. They don't want us to see the truth. There it is. This is... I mean, I'm... You're telling me this is a show and not... Is what you're telling me? Yes, yeah, so this is a TV show. It's on NBC. Look how, I, I, just how clean the locker room is. That's a, I, there's no locker room in the country. This is not a wrestling thing. There's not a single locker room in the country to look at this. Right. Look at Mick so Foley. NBC, so. <laughs> yeah, who, who are the wrestlers that are supposed to be de- de- depicted here? I, is that Diamond Dallas Page on the right there? That's the Iron Sheik in the middle. Of course. Is that uh, Finley on the left? Oh, the Undertaker. The Look Undertaker in the, the black and purple, uh, in the Kings <laughs> joint. Oh my God, the Undertaker is who is this in the? Is this Edge? This, Probably. I don't. That's Vinny is that no, a Triple is, H? Oh, this might that's supposed to be Stone Cold on the left. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, where's the Rocket? I don't even. Let's see. Let's see what he looks like. Young Rock TV. Kate Tate said it's surprisingly good. This is what he looks like. Okay. Right there. (laughs) Is that how Young Rock was dressing? That's that's probably the Rock now. That's Chico DeBarge. The green and brown leather. That's ugly. That is nasty. That's a candy apple jacket. That's candy apple doo-doo. This is every single DeBarge brother. That's nasty. Oh, oh, here. Oh. I think this is what he looks like in the show. Right there. There we go. Okay, that's better. I mean, I feel, I feel like he got his pops right. Looks like his dad. I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen like his mother. Um, He looks older than his dad. That also tracks. <laughs> I think I, I might need to watch this. The Rock is just... He's just setting the scene for that, that run into president. Yep. That's Absolutely. just lock it in. Also, The Rock... Was The Rock right about Vin Diesel? You can pull up that Vin Diesel story. It, I think The Rock was right. It sounds like it, bro. Sounds like Vin Diesel was just, 
I don't know, the guy that nobody wants to work with is Justin Lin reportedly, this is got the uh, director, reportedly quit Fast and Furious 10 because of Vin Diesel. Quote, Diesel shows up late to the set, he doesn't know his lines, and he shows up out of shape. End quote. Hashtag Rock was right. Rock was right. Rock knew, man. There was that video of Vin Diesel with Justin Lin. It looked like Justin was being held hostage. <laughs> Listen, maybe he was. It sounds like it. So and they still looking for a director. No, they found one. They did. Oh. It's a guy who directs My phone like ring. Brothers Grimsby or, and the Hulk who? movie from 2008. Look him up. Who? Um, I need to see. see. Who, who is this? Fast and why did, my, why did my phone ring? Vinny Harden. That's not nice. That's not a nice thing to say, Marino. Let's see. Louis Leterrier. So, Strong name. What, yeah, what else is he? Uh, have I seen any of his movies? Let's see. You might have. He makes like trash, I'm pretty sure. Uh, he, no, I've probably seen multiple. I'm sorry. I was like, oh, I love this guy. <laughs> Brothers Grimsby. Now You yeah. See Me. Clash yeah. of the Titans. The Incredible Hulk. Uh, no, Transporter 2. And Maybe. Transporter 1. It's a no for me. Um, Interesting. I could have. My resume looks almost as good as this. I mean, yeah, if they were going to... This is like a storied franchise, but nobody nobody wants to pick this up this late in the filming, you know? That's why I'm saying I will do it. I will bear the cross. Ooh, maybe that's the... Uh, maybe that's the twist. Okay, I'll tell you right now, you can direct Fast 10 or you have complete control of Winning Time Season 2. Which one do you take? Oh, I direct Fast 10. In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. They got, they got like a billion dollar budget. I could throw a car into the moon. You, get, you don't think you could do that on winning time? You don't think that's what... <laughs> Why didn't Michael Cooper make the game? He drove his car into the moon, McKinney. <laughs> and that's just how the episode ends. You just see you see the back of Cooper. Oh, just fading toward the sun. So I think... Uh, use your imagination, Scoob. I think we could do that on winning time. I don't think they have the budget to go to the moon, man. <laughs> they just don't have it. Hey, well, they're going to have to tell us no, because we're, we're definitely going to submit it to uh, finance. Yeah, the, that, the, the thing is, is like, you're going to have to help me, because I need someone to keep Vin Diesel in check. Like, if we're, I'm going to do this. Are, are we keeping Vin Diesel? I thought the point, we get Diesel. We, if, I, if I'm in, I want Diesel out. Oh. I don't, if I, yeah, we're in, he's out, because I want the rock back. Uh, that's the good. I'm that's the I'm, smart I'm choosing, move, to be honest. I'm, yeah, I'm choosing Rock over Diesel. It's like, hey, it's him or me. Okay, him. I choose him. Him, him, him. This is the the opposite of the go. Yeah, this is the Go Bear and Mitchell thing. You either choose me or the guy that's younger, better, and more perimeter oriented. What'll it be? Him. That was easy. So, yeah, Lewis, you gone. Diesel, out of here. Rock, back in the mix. I don't know who else we bring in. Um, who okay? Who replaces Vin Diesel? You you're in control. Who replaces Vin Diesel? <laughs> First name in my head was Paul Walker. Uh, oh, if you got the budget for that, uh, we need to talk. Uh, who replaces Vin uh, Diesel? I'm gonna do. Ooh, ooh, I got a good one. Bokeem Woodbine. Yes, that's already that's the a correct hundred answer. time better movie. That's the correct. I, I think adding him to any movie would make it a hundred times 
Absolutely. Better. Uh, but I think you just keep it like the same. You don't even acknowledge that it's not a different character. It's the same name as Vin Diesel. Everything. It's like when they like when they come back from like Fresh Prince and the kid is like six now. He was a baby. You just we just don't acknowledge it. That's right. New mom. We just don't it. What do you mean? It's the same. Mm-mm, we don't understand. Yeah, Tokyo Drift three. But this time, Bokeem Woodbine gets even. I think it could work. Um, what do we, we want to do? Some playoff talk? Some new? We want to do some tiering? Nah, I'm, what the, I'm ready to do some playoff talk. Do a play? Okay, I'm listening. What the? What's striking your fancy? Got some Doc Rivers pack. Oh, talk to me. Talk uh, to me. He 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 likes his uh, DeAndre Jordan stocks. He still Loves likes him. him. Loves him. The number, listen, the number, I'll say this. I test shows that DeAndre Jordan numbers are not working. But when you look at the analytics, they prove it for certain that it's not working. But Doc Rivers said, we like DJ. We're going to keep starting him whether you like it or not. We don't. We don't. So, so there's no uh, <laughs> ambiguity here. So... If you said, I think I sent one with the uh, some of their numbers with DeAndre on the court. It was tough, real tough. Of course, you talked about the Bucks bullied the Celtics. Oh, yeah, look, yesterday and hopefully tomorrow, if they do it again. Let's see here because these DeAndre Jordan numbers, and also B ball Paul had a good first half. Also, he wasn't DeAndre Jordan. Here we go. DeAndre Jordan tonight. 17 minutes, minus 22, two rebounds. Sixers were plus eight when he was on the bench. It's just, it, it, it's how many minutes does Doc Rivers want to light on fire today? That's the only question. That's the only question. Uh, give me the box score for this game if you could. We're looking at yeah, looking at the score box score on the whole. What did uh two rebound? What did B-Ball Paul finish with? Like his minutes and plus minus. Um, let's see. Where's where's B-Ball? There he is. Paul he played what 13 minutes. And he was a what was his plus minus? Minus three. Minus three. A lot better than minus twenty-two. There were some Paul Millsat minutes. I didn't see those at all. Thank the Lord. Charles Bassey got in. I'm guessing that must have been toward the end. End if Charles if they dusted off Charles Bassey, but he got the same yeah. number of rebounds as DeAndre Jordan did. Oh yeah, almost like he's better. Um, yeah, uh, I wrote it down. B-ball Paul at halftime had five points, four boards, three assists, a block, and a steal, and was a plus seven in the first half in nine first half minutes. And he played four second half minutes. Foul trouble. And I'm fine with it. I play him with five fouls over DeAndre Jordan with fouls. And I'm 100%. Like, if you respectfully, I like him, but if he fouls out, then what? Oh, oh no. Um, <laughs> yeah, get, listen, get them fouls in, buddy. Can't take them with you. Maxi, the six for 15 is kind of, I was like, I feel like he, he just had his spurts. I feel like he get caught hot, go cold, hot, cold. Tobias Harris had a good game. Jimbo Harden, man. 
I just 13 shots is just not going to be enough. Yeah, without it it's, being. It's, yeah, it's just not going to be enough. It was a thing like Barkley was saying it, but it's obvious. Like there are three guys on this team without Embiid right now that can consistently score like double digits. It's Harris, Maxie, and Harden. Those are three guys. So, like Harris getting 18 shots, that's going to happen again. Maxie, 15 again, and you, you hope he hits more. Harden's got to take more than 13. Only got to the line four times, only had five assists. He's just got to, I don't go down shooting because any of these shots, George Niang was 0 for 7. Now, plus six. That's not to say he didn't give decent minutes. Played 21 minutes was a plus six. You got to do something right. But 0 for 7, all seven threes, they're just not going to guard that at all. He'll get those seven next game, and he might hit all seven. They're still not going to guard it. Matisse Thibel, I... give me a break. Shake Milton, I don't know what happened to the Shake Milton, but yeah, those three guys are going to have to score 20, plus, probably like 23, 25 plus a game to keep them in it, and only Tobias showed up. I think that's the only hope. Yeah, like Corey Hard, he can't perform the step back anymore because they know that's kind of all he's got. He can't blow by you like he used to. Once he blows by you, he's not getting into the lane or is deep into the lane. He's not getting the calls that he used to. So if you're sitting on the step back, it's tough business for him. And if he's passing, it's still just a whole lot of like Harris and Max. He got to score like they both those guys can score 25. That's still 50 points really knows Matt. like you you got to make up that other 50 60 for those rest of those guys and niang cork Maz, paul Millsat, like that <clears throat> it ain't gonna cut it it's a bad bench not, bad bench it's it's even worse when you're playing the wrong guys off it like <laughs> like like you, you want to make a bad situation work uh put yourself in the hole by playing deandre jordan 17 minutes yeah, like Jason said, you can't play Niang 22 minutes if he's not like if he's not hitting nothing because again, you can contribute other ways on offense, they're just not going to guard you. Tybal, they're not going to guard you. Shake like B ball Paul, they're not gonna guard any of these guys. This is gonna have to be a vintage Harden series. And I just don't know if he has that. And I think he knows he doesn't have so why he shoots 13 instead of like what go five for 22, but I don't see any way they do it without him showing up. Zero points of five was at least decent defense. Zero points in the end is terrible. Yeah, no, listen, I think they both stink. It's just this man's opinion. You combine them together, you got like a solid bench player. Matisse Niang. It's <laughs> like a very it's like a it's like a very helpful player. Um, let's see the heat box score. Oh yeah, one last Danny Green. Danny Green's thing is supposed to be like three and D. One for five. Like it just not a threat there, really. It has to be the Harris Maxi Harden series. And the Heat feel very well equipped to defend those three guys. Now for the Heat, we're looking at their box score. Bam had a good game, 24 and 12. Harrow had 25 off the bench. And yeah, what Butler finished with? 15 on five for 16 shots. He didn't, yeah, didn't even really play that well. Didn't need it. 
So, like, Struess and Vincent, two for 14 from three, didn't matter. Like, Victor Oladipo got some a lot of run in for some reason, two for eight. Um, like, the, yeah, I think somebody said in the chat that he didn't particularly play that well. This get, Philly was up by, I think, one at halftime. So they went like they came out and shot lights out. They finished, yeah, nine for 36 from three. Hit their free throws, 17 of 18, but got their rebounds. They got 47 rebounds. How many, how many did Philly get? I'm just interested to see. 37. 47 to 37. So getting out-rebounded. Philly shot six for 34 from three. That's nasty. Much nastier than nine for 36. So, see, Lowry out again for game. Yeah, Lowry's, it sounds like that's more serious than we thought. And Jimmy's, I think, is just a ongoing, like, he's just playing with it. I think he'll continue to play, but I don't think it's going to be like we wait till we get a healthy Jimmy Butler. He didn't look that good. So I guess they're better if they just want to sweep this or get this over before Embiid comes back to try to get some rest. So Sixers had the game at half and then took a nosedive when coaching came into play. It can't factor that in for game two. Doc Rivers will definitely be on his best behavior. His best suit on too. Yeah. He's going to give his best quotes to the reporters uh, right after the game, throwing his guys under the bus. So like game two, yeah, like if you're the Heat, you're just like, we didn't even play that well. And we won comfortably. Max Struess plus twenty seven, Bam plus twenty six. That's that's standouts. That but the other than that, you know. Yeah, like I, I tell you who didn't stand out. I had Gabe Vincent plus one on the threes. Oh, to Max no. Struess, and they were both they both went one for seven. Both went one for seven. So I regret to inform Trilly. Uh, I only hit one slip last night. I will say only one. I pressed the button because we've got a special line today. We do got you got to school. We got a little. That's booster. right. That's right. If there's a booster, that might be my new rule. It's I only do boosters. Only ooh, I'll just say with a little tease. I think it's hopefully it's coming Friday. We will have our special booster up soon. A little tease for the people. Let me see. What did I? What did I hit? And what did I? Oh, I I, I did hit two slips last night, school. Wow, look at you. I wrote, and this is, Jack Settlement has agreed to come on this week, and I, I, I just want to tell him to his face, I'm never riding his picks again. He puts these five ways out there, and I, I say, I don't know. If Settlement's in, he knows something I don't. Um, no, sir. That one whiffed. Vincent Dinwiddie, Jam's pick, that was a whiff. Um, the one I gave out on the show was, I think, over Tobias Harris, 26 and a half, and over Bam, 30 and a half. That hit. And the one I put in the community was over Dorian Finney-Smith, 12 and a half. Luca's over four and a half turnovers. And Aiton points and rebounds for Brunson. So, truly, two slips lives. Um, Very nice. What? What do we like? I know that I know that booster is burning a hole in your pocket, school. What do you say? Dude, uh, I'm 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 shook. Okay, so I think I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Dylan Brooks under with his PRAs. Um I think he's defending Steph, so it's kinda like the we were doing for Bogdan. 
you know I don't, is, is that your lock though like you you are you are certain like that's what you got to pair with your booster i don't think you're i don't think you're you're locking up your booster that's your lock you are you are certain that is going to happen i i mean i'm pretty certain the trends back to in the games where he's played against Steph, he's only gotten over the number like one time, I think. Okay. Uh, well, I just I'm looking now at my lock that I'm put. Well, I wouldn't even say it. The uh, <laughs> booster Drew Smiley uh, pitch count over one and a half. We come to find out he uh, he tweaks something warming up, so he starts the game but doesn't get a pitch in. Uh, so I'm taking the oh, I'm locking it with Giannis's rebounds. Like it's at twelve and a half. I'm just, I think Giannis knows. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to have to like go full Giannis this series in everything. I'm lo- That's what I'm pairing with my booster. Just those two locking that in right now. Don't get cute. Just t- take a single. Take a, That's how you get off the snide. Just a little taste. Just a little taste. Should I do the same thing? I'm, that's why I just say you're locked. You're going with Dylan Brooks anything. You're putting your lock with Dylan Brooks. All if right, I go down yeah, with if yeah, I go yeah. down on the SS Giannis rebounds, I go down on the SS Giannis rebounds. All right, I'm going down. I'm going down on it too. The SS Giannis mm. rebounds. Giannis has go. four boards tonight. The first time ever. He's never had this. <laughs> Here we go. Um, it'll, it's gonna feel good to get off the snide. Teddy likes that slip. I can't. I, yeah, I'm with uh May. Role players in the playoffs, unless they're at home, like that's when they hit. Outside that, the stars are getting more action. They're getting more minutes. And Giannis is just a, like, again, the worst thing that could happen is Giannis comes out and misses his first, like, three shots. Because you know you're getting 14 rebounds, 12 assists. He's going to block four shots. Like, you know you're getting that Mm verse. So I'm locking that one up. Um for now, let's let's see the uh, other game before we get to our next slips. Uh, Phoenix yes. took the lead last night, one zip in a game that I don't. Know, I looked at the box score after or the uh, game tracking for like the fourth quarter. It was not close when I went to bed, and it got. I was like, did it get close or did they? They got close with like under a minute left. I think is when they cut it to like under ten. So it wasn't. Didn't seem like it was close, close. Mm-hmm. Um, Luca did everything, but I feel like if I'm the Suns, that's exactly what I want him to do. As good as well as he can play, one man cannot beat the best team. Like they won 60 whatever game, no matter how crazy he goes. So they will. Luca took 30 shots, hit 15 of them, four threes, 14 free throws. But you're telling me of. They shot 85 field goals. Luca took 30 of them. 14 free throws, so those don't count. Eight assists, so he was the one dishing it. Five turnovers. Win or loss, he was getting it. And he had finished with 45, 12, and 8. And if I'm the Suns, I'm like, perfect. perfect. He, can, he can eat us alive because there's just not enough there to beat this team. Like Kleber... Kleber's still killing it, man. Like, teams just keep giving him open looks. He just hit another five threes. Um, but the thing is, you know, he scores 19 points. So he goes minus 16 still, you know? Like, that's what, nasty. That's what, that's the process over results. The process is 
make Luca do everything, make him kick it to somebody, anybody else. Yeah. The results is sometimes he's going to hit five of eight threes and score 19 points in 15 minutes. That's the results. The process is over the course of those, we've mucked up so much other stuff, mm-hmm. right? Just why he's on the court. Because on the other end, if he's on the court, that means Aiton was on him. And Aiton, uh, let me see what Aiton finished with. Because Aiton went crazy. Yeah, he was cooking them. Yeah, he Aiton finished with 25 points. Only eight boards. I'm a little surprised. I feel like he had more than that. But, yeah, so it's like, okay, you're going to get those threes. He'll hit some. He'll miss some. If we go to Aiton in the post, he's going to hit a lot more of those. Anyway. So that's process over result. That's why I say they live with cooking. Them. Fine with that. I saw they averaged eight turnovers a game in the series against Utah. How many did uh, Dallas finish with? How many turnovers? Because they had three in the first four possessions. Thirty-six. Let me see. No, turnover. Uh, oh, turnovers. Uh, Sorry. So, uh, okay, eight. finish with eight. Okay, eight. they had. My yeah, bad. it was three on the first four, and then they just didn't turn the ball over, which is impressive, but it, it just didn't matter. Booker looked better. Finished seven for 20. He had 13 points in the first quarter. That's when he looked spry. I thought he played a good defensive game, too. So he's looking a little bit more himself. Aiden looked good. Paul looked good. Jay Crowder hit three. When Jay Crowder's hitting three threes, you're just going to look. Yep. Ain't a whole lot. uh, Ain't a whole lot to that. it, It took a while, but like. Once the Mavs got rid of Porzingis, we said for a while, like, this team, it doesn't have a big man. It's only going to take so long, or they can only get so far without it, you know? And now they finally yeah. ran into the DeAndre Ayton buzzsaw, so. Yeah, it happens. It's like they, were, they played a certain style, and it was good. Like, they finished, like, fifth or sixth in defense, were a really good team, got through the first round without half of Luka, which is a testament how good the team was. But now it's like, Okay, mm-hmm. we're gonna let one guy do everything because we trust we can just stop all the other stuff, just all the other stuff. And I would, I'm interested to see like how the match. I, I know Bridges was on Doncic some of the time, but I wonder if it's even like if Luke is gonna kill whoever you have on you. Is it even to put like sacrifice Bridges to him? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if Luke is just gonna like 45, 15, eight for them to still not even be particularly close. Put them elsewhere, but I if everybody stays healthy, if Book continues to look healthy or play 38 minutes here, got to the line eight times, so I think he's feeling better, and I just don't know what the answer is for Aiton in this series. Like eight boards, actually, that might be my next game, like over on the boards. He If they keep going, it doesn't feel like I, so, I think I like the over on his points. They got no one to stop him. If they try yeah, to it's, stop him, it's got to be by fouling, you know? As I say, it's basically he gets it and turns around because he's just like six inches taller and everybody just kind of like laying it in. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm even surprised he went 12 for 20. It felt like 18 for 12. Like, I feel like I didn't see eight miss in the times I was watching. Only one free throw, but again, it, when you're just turning around and making layups, mm-hmm. not a whole lot to it. Uh, Man says they need a rim protector. Rudolph Gobert, perhaps? I could see a little Rudolph Gobert. Uh, oh, if you pulled that jazz story, apparently they're at ultimatum. 
it's a lot going on with the Jazz, man. Yeah, let me find that one. That was because it, it's Quinn Snyder had some surgery, like moved it up. I think he wants to be ready for that Sixers. He wants to be ready for that press conference. So he had some type of, I think, hip surgery or something that he needed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He he's, he got to be able to stand there with the with Dale Morey and the two big thumbs up. Uh, <laughs> he's only fifty. He's like fifty five years old, getting hip surgery. That job has aged him. Oh, did you see the picture? It was like Quinn Snyder when he started there versus Quinn Snyder. Dude, yeah. they were running that man. He got to get out of there for his own hell. It's like when someone uh, becomes president, you know? Yeah, like Obama now and then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is from Sean O'Connell. Says, I know I'm not usually Utah Jazz breaking news guy, but a source close to the situation has informed me that Rudy Gobert is at him or me point with Donovan Mitchell and would demand that one of them be traded in the next few days. Doesn't feel they will win the championship. So there was that. There's the Quinn Snyder thing, and there was a story last week from, I think it was Tim McMahon at ESPN, that talked about how basically the Jazz have kind of done everything that Donovan Mitchell's wanted. Like, they, when he had a disagreement last year about, he thought he was good to play, the training staff said he was not. They fired that guy. Like, they got a new head of staff. They hired Donovan Mitchell's security guard onto their payroll. They brought a number of, like, Donovan Mitchell's guys into the team. Which is like not unusual. Like, not, I'm not putting this on Donovan Mitchell, but they're doing all this to get the results they've been getting. I can see Rudy Gobert being mad. Yeah, I can see Rudy Gobert being mad. But I don't, again, it always go if he if he says Rudy Gobert marches into your office as him or me. What do you say, Scoob, owner of the Jazz? Well, he is a defensive player of the year, but I say bye bye. He's very expensive, so he can go. I would take the jam, the jam defense. I would say you cost too much money. You go. Yeah, too. <laughs> yeah, it takes ta- uh, talent cost. Not over here. Um, it's tough because I I just feel like we would trade Gobert for like better pieces to fit around Mitchell. I feel like we would run it for one year with Mitchell. The team would collapse again, and then he wants out. Yeah. So I kind of don't hate just ripping the Band-Aid off now. Like, I know they're not really like set up to tank, but if ever you were going to tank, win Banyama, man. Win Banyama. Like, if you were going to... Rudy won't play with him. Rudy, that's what I'm saying. This is the... You trade Rudy and tank. Oh, He's out of okay. It. I thought you were trading yeah. Mitchell. Oh, I'm trading them both. That's oh. what I'm saying. Like, we're, I want to get... Either I trade Rudy to the Hornets or whoever. I want some draft capital for the 2023 draft. I trade Mitchell for the same. Like some young players would be nice, but I want 2023 picks. And then with our own pick, we just tank it out. We're trying to get the best uh, French big man ever. Not named Joel Embiid. Now that he's playing, <laughs> now that he's playing for the Fran- <laughs> Rudy is France and the Olympics. So pissed about that. Oh, dude, between Winbanyama and B, Gobert might not even get the call next. It's like we went with Boris D.I. over you. Um, John says, who would even trade for Gobert? Teams would trade for him. But it's a, it's a thing, like the contract gets really nasty on the back end. So you if you're trading for it, you want to at least get the good part on the front. Maybe you can find a sucker by then. So he'll have, a, he'll have some trade value. But I honest to God, I, if it gets to that, I think I would I would just move both. Mitchell to the Knicks or wherever he wants to go. Gobert to highest bidder. Luis says, what do you do with Conley? You play him. We're tanking. 
we tanking. So uh, Dusty makes a good. You find another Mitchell like just in terms of like a perimeter, a guy that can take a lot of shots for you and not do a whole lot else. You can find that. So I think there's some. I think there's something too if you don't think Mitchell's going to stay either way. Just keep Gobert. He at least wants to be there, and you know he's like at least if you put a different fit around him, things might work out different. IB says, what if Wimbanyama didn't pan out? Not a chance. Not a chance. Does he got an NBA body? He got an NBA everything. He's thin, but he's not like Chet Holmgren thin. So it's like he's just regular, regular person thin. Um, Remember this day, Chet. It's either a freezing cold take or he always knew. Oh, listen, I'm all, I'm going down with that ship. Like, I'm just in on the Wimbanyama ship. If he stinks, he stinks. I'll be there sinking, holding my... I thought he was nine. I thought that boy was nine. As I just fade into the water. But I'm... Court Magic fans seem to think they can trade for me. I mean, they have the... It's all on... What's the team willing to give up? Because Orlando has a ton of young players, all their own picks, extra Chicago pick. So they teams can, but it's like, should they? Um, let's okay. Let me get a poll real quick. We'll take five and come back. The poll who do you trade? Yeah, the, the options like trade Gobert, keep Mitchell, trade Mitchell, keep Gobert, or trade both. Does it give you three options or only two? Um, I could do a third option. Okay, cool. Yeah, please. Yeah, what, what okay. do you do? The question, what do you do? And the options keep Gobert, trade Mitchell, keep Mitchell. Trade Gobert or trade both. Keep both. Not I don't, no longer an option. With the way their postseasons have ended the last couple of years, not an option. So we'll get that poll up. Let us take five. We will come back. Still got Tears Day. I think this is going to be an interesting one. Little NFL news as well. Um, yeah, take five, and we'll close it out on the other side of the break. Hey, welcome back. Hour three. I want to check in on the poll. Kill the poll. What do we have? I'm killing um, the poll, sir. Poll killed. The question before the break was, which one? If you're fixing the Jazz, do you keep Gobert, trade Mitchell? You trade Gobert, keep Mitchell. Yeah, I said the same thing. Um, or do you trade both? 51% say. Trade both. both. Yep. Overwhelmingly trade both. 31% keep Gobert trade Mitchell, which is interesting. Um, keep Mitchell trade Gobert the lowest option. I, I yeah, I think that's got to be the lowest one. Just I, you keep him, and I would just be afraid he just ask out the next year, and then I'm just up shit's creek. See, Slim Charles to Jazz kind of smaller five and a volume score we can't defend. I find, think you can find an elite rim protector. He's 30. How can we look up how old Rudolph? Uh how old is Rudy Gobert? How, how how old is Rudolph? Old Rudolph. He is 29. No spring oh, okay. chicken. Yeah, no, the teeth are long. I do think to his credit, like with his style of play, he's not, you know, jumping 40 inches in the air. I think he will age pretty well. And it does like he wants to be there. So I do think there's something to like if they could trade Mitchell to New York and get 
like RJ Barrett and I don't know, quickly top some other stuff. If I could get Barrett in the deal, I'd have to consider that. Just because RJ Barrett would be the best wing defender he's played with. And yeah, then you go from there. Luis says, even though Gobert stinks, I think we can all agree there. Mm. His last name is Rudy <clears throat> Gobert Bugarel. Yeah, I'm glad he just goes by Gobert. <laughs> um, okay, it is Tears Day, baby. And this is one, I didn't know what to do. We did our positions one by one. And to close it off, I wanted to do coach. I wanted to do tier coaches. But then, like, Vogel, Borrego, a couple of the ones on there have already been fired. So I was like, okay, we'll have to, we're rain checking coach. We'll do it, but we don't know who's going to be even in the pool. Once we get that figured out later, we will do that. So in the meantime, six man. Yeah, I don't think you sent it over to me. Oh, did I? Oh. Yeah, I, I look back. I don't think I see Let's a tier see. maker there. Well, I'll, I'm gonna is what I'll do. We are going to tier six man while I stall and find this link. Uh, okay, yeah, about to send it in the Discord. Roger that. There we go. Because I want to see like all the six men laid out, and I want to we'll see what we value. We'll see what we value because we talked about it with the awards for so long. It did just seem like, hey, a good six man was who can like come off the bench and just score points. Don't have to be efficient. Don't have to be much of anything, really. You just come off the bench and score points. And now I think that has changed for like in a in a good way. So we're going to run through our six men. We've got, our, of course, our S, A, B, C, uh, D, and hell. We, oh, listen, guys, I'm telling you, it's going to be a lot of fraud. Co- I thought about that, too. I was like, Coach might actually have the most hell. Uh, once we get to, like, the Jason Kidd, Chauncey Billups, fraud, we might fraud tier. There's actually no S tier coaches, we find out. Only frauds and hells. That's um, true. Okay, so six men. As always, start at the top. Who are S tier? Tyler. Six men. Tyler Harrow. Um, I feel like that that's gotta be getting announced like this week, right? Like they did some of the awards last week. Um mm-hmm. six man six man feels soon. He's S. I think Jordan Poole is S. He is second row. Oh, yeah, there he is. There, right there, yeah. Got the short hair Um, in this picture. Yeah. Jordan Poole is S tier. Are there any other S tier? Because I think of S tier in terms of, like, if you drop those two guys, like, on your team, they could help, like, any team, no matter what the construction of your roster or bench or whatever is. Uh, I was almost going to say Kevin Love, but not anymore. Kevin Love's probably not S tier. I mean, he is only a six man. He was really good. I think S tier is a little like he was pretty good. Mm-hmm. When Jordan Poole's on, they got a whole like lineup named after him. Like that's how much he changes shit. Mm-hmm. Like when Harrow go, I think Harrow, yeah, it was Harrow and only two people over 20. Like if Harrow don't score them 20, sometimes it's ugly for the Heat. I think Kevin Love's a, li- a step below that. To a point as a six tier? man. I think Kevin Love is an A tier. 
which I mean, from last year, like coming off the Olympics, coming off how he looked, how pouting and how grouchy he looked last year, A tier still pretty good. Yeah, still pretty good. Um, Caruso, or is he A tier Car- also? I think Caruso's A tier as well. I think he's A tier as well. Because, like, again, defensively alone, you know you got a guy coming off the bench. And it's like, hey, he don't have to score 20 because he's going to guard whoever they got to score 20. Mm-hmm. I feel like I think Cam Johnson is A tier. Uh, second row farthest to the left. Yeah, I think Cam is A tier. What about, is Jordan yes. Clarkson mm-hmm. here? Uh, uh, yeah, Jordan is, Clarkson was 6'6 six, six man of the year last year. I think he is A. If you think like, didn't he's ha- not S anymore? I don't think so. No. I don't cause, like the thing about like the volume score, like the come off the bench guy and take all the shots. Last year he hit him. This year he didn't. He played ultimately the same game. Sometimes they like I think Harrow and Poole are just like just better shooters in general. Like Clarkson's yeah. a streaky shooter. I think Harrow and Poole are like legit good shooters. But Clarkson, he was, I mean, he might have been their best perimeter player during that last series. He felt like the only one that showed up. So I think he's definitely A, Mm -hmm. just not S anymore. Um, Who else we got? Connaughton or is he B? Probably more B. I think Pat's B. Yeah. I think he's fine, but I I, I think Pat's B. He's got his flashes of A tier. Yeah, which is fine. Um. I th- Derek White is Derek White a tier, and I said like defensively, and I think another thing like in what you look for like a six man, it can be the guy that comes off the point or comes off the bench and scores, but Derek White comes off the bench and kind of like unlocks like a different line. Like once they swapped out like Schroeder for Derek White, it's like okay, there are no weak links on this team. Everybody on this team can shoot at least a little bit, right? So he wasn't going to come in and average 20. But if he comes in and kind of unlocks something else, I think that's the case for him being, I don't A or, I can see A or B for Derek. I'm listening. I'm, I'm open to, to I think, input for tier. I think B with a possibility of A tier, maybe. Okay, I, I think that's fair. I just, uh... I don't know. I guess I, I I don't watch him enough, but I I just I feel like he doesn't play as many minutes as these other guys do, right? Like he um playoffs. I feel like is like where everybody kind of like that ninth and tenth guys get cut, so yeah. everybody gets a little bit more. So I think now is where we'll start to see him playing. Yeah, like more twenty five like plus minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I see Kelby's. Pool gotta be oh pools pools in s that that's oh, yeah. already established oh, yeah. um yeah Derek White B I think that's fair who else do we have who else do we have uh Bogey like there's, there's Bo- <clears throat> Bogey B Bogey? yeah B for Bogdan Bogdanovich B tier so. I think that's fair Dinwiddie chat some chat was saying Dinwiddie B. I, which didn't if it's uh <laughs> what uh wizards didn't witty i don't know if he came off the bench then if it's only like mavs didn't witty he's at least b last night though he's pretty bad b for bad hey, well kind of stinky um 
Put him B. I think B is fair. Who else? Kelly Oubre had a. I think Kelly Oubre is B. He was kind of like to a lesser extent, like that, like come off the bench and score the points. I think he. I'm gonna look up his numbers really quick. Like that should probably just be the Kelly Oubre role, and it's not like a bad thing. Lou Williams lived a great life. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Kelly Oubre came off the bench, played 26 minutes. Yeah, took seven three, hit 35 percent, so it came down a little, but. He went from Phoenix to Golden State to Charlotte. That's tough, man. Teams just keep getting better without you. That's tough. Um, I think he's I think he's B. Malik Monk? Malik had a good year, a really good year. The thing I would I think he's even a tier below those guys because Malik is a guy where if the shots aren't falling, you're just not getting anything. Okay. You know what I mean? Like if Derek White, if he's not hitting shots. He's still playing defense. If like Dinwiddie, if he's not hitting shots, he can at least handle the ball. Get like same with Bogdanovich. They can kind of do something else. Malik, if he's on the A tier, if he's not, it's just like, well, there, there's 20 minutes wasted. Like that shot's not falling today. So I think he is C. Who else we got here? Who else we got? Uh Bones Highland. Is he B tier? Bones. I say, like yeah, Bones. I think. I like Bones. I like Quickly. I think both those guys are B tier. So I think Bones is all the way over here. Yeah, that's Bones. And then this is Quickly. Yeah, that's Quickly. B for Bones. That's right. Um, let's see. People saying Ubre C, Monk C for being on too many laws. Grab man, I'm tempted. <laughs> we'll see how it shakes out. Malik Monk might need his own uh, Lakers Lakers loss graphic tier, um, where it's only just him. Jackson, yes, Jackson Hayes goes back to hell. Who else? Patty we Mills some... C tier or is he D tier? He's a pretty good three point shooter. Yeah, I think he's C, like again for that reason. Like, hey, if Patty's shots not falling, he's not defending. He's not like it's just not a whole lot. I think he's C tier. Mm-hmm. I think as of now, that just kind of like might be the style for those guys. Like it used to like Jamal Crawford and Lou Williams and uh, I feel like more guys before that. Mm-hmm. Like Malik Monk would have killed 15 years ago. He'd have been like the best six man alive. Now it's like you gotta do some stuff now, buddy. Or if you're gonna shoot those shots, you gotta be efficient. Like you can't just come in and chuck anymore, or you gotta play some defense. Or you got to like I'm looking like Boucher. I think Boucher is B. Just for the fact like you got a big man. Uh he's top row, third to the Yep. That one? Yep. I think he's B. Because, okay, big man who can play either big man spot off the bench, can defend long arms, can shoot, can block shots. Like, that fits into, like, just about any lineup. I who think else? Duarte is C. Could be B, maybe. Well, I, I think Duarte, I think I put him B. I think I put, I think he's, yeah, I think he's, especially, like, for, I know he's old, but it's still his first time playing NBA. Then I think he had some injuries. So, like, coming back next season, I if they keep healed and everybody's healthy, I would imagine that he starts. It'd probably be like Brogdon, Halliburton, and Duarte. So for right, yeah, I think he's B. Like he had he had a very good year. Um who well, yeah, I was like, this one won't take long, but I am interested to see how it shakes out. Alpi Sengun, C T. Always. Uh Alpi a C? 
I think he's a C. I think Alfie's a C. He's he's, he's a little too young to put in D tier, you know. He's he showed flashes. Yeah, no, he showed enough flashes to completely be like um I'm looking like Ben McLemore, second to the right. I feel like that's a D tier. Oh, right um, here? Yeah. Yeah. That's one of those like even is he like, next the, to the, Robert oh, Covington? That's Rocco. Where do we think Rocco is? <laughs> we th- I think Rocco might be at least if he's coming off the bench. You think Rocco C, dude? If he's coming off the bench, like the best Rocco is not thirty-five minutes of Rocco. All right. Like let me let me let me uh, look at his numbers since he got traded to the Clippers to make make sure he didn't shoot like four percent. I mean, I I swear, I once he got traded to the Clippers, <laughs> I didn't hear him at all. Yeah, here we uh, let's see. 23 games with the Clippers, shot 50% from the field, 45% from three, 85% from the line, was taking five threes in 22 minutes. Like, he, like I, if he's willing to just come off the bench, I think that's the best, like, Robert Covington. Like, if the Clippers re-sign him next year with everybody healthy and he's just another one of those guys that comes off the bench, that's very good Robert Covington. He was starting for the Trailblazers. That's not good Robert Covington. True. So if he's like fully benched here, yeah, I'm fine with some C Robert. Yeah, he scored 43 a month ago. How many of these guys out here could even score 40 against anybody? Denny Avdia, is he scoring 43? No, Denny could have. But I mean, look, Kelly Oubre has. Um, I think Bogey could. He's above him. The guys that are above him. Oh, true. I think that's a, yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, I think that's a case that he belongs at least um, in that tier. Now we're getting to. I think Terrence Ross is D. He's yeah, farthest right. Terrence, yeah, yeah. It's just at the point where it's like, hey man, like, I thought he was going to get traded like a contender, and all the contenders were like, I think we're all set. I think we're all set. You can just stay with the Magic. Um, Malik Beasley. I don't. Know. I'm kind of out. I this this last series. He's kind of. Was not a good series for uh, Malik Midsley. Oh, brother! But they, that's what the <laughs> B is for? No, he came off the bench this year. Yeah, he shot thirty nine percent from the field, thirty eight percent from threes. He mostly takes threes. For the playoffs, he forty three percent from the field, thirty two percent from three. He was nine points, three boards. He's another. He's so I don't know, so streaky. That's why he feels like C to me. Just okay. so hit or miss. With Beasley, who is that? Is that Niang? I think that's Niang. Is is <laughs> that's just automatic D tier? Yeah, well, I mean, I don't, I, I don't <clears throat> even know what he brings, and Sixers fans can't convince me he brings anything. So, well, it's he's playing twenty minutes and he's going over seven last night. Right, so recency bias is not kind to him. Right, um, bags, Marvin, back on here. Because I'm, I'm guessing, I mean, because the Kings hated him, and then he was coming off the bench to start with the Pistons, mm-hmm. worked his way into the starting lineup. But if we're ranking him as a six man, where do we, where do we get bags? I'm, I'd say, I mean, he was pretty fired when he start was coming. He was so good, he got worked into the <clears throat> starting lineup. So I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like he came in, I feel like it was probably five games or less. I'd say low B tier. Let's see. 
Okay, now excuse me. He played 18 games total, started eight of those. So it's 10 he came off the bench. In those games, he played 27 minutes. He was at 15 points, seven boards, and he shot 62% from two. So B-tier Bagley. I think B-tier bags. B-tier bags. Like I there, there's a solid player there, and the Kings were not gonna find. Mm-hmm. Um I do. <laughs> I do love the back-to-back of Bagley and D and then Bagley and A. <laughs> and he won't be either. That's tough. Who else we got? Who else we got here? This one, uh, this one wouldn't take long. Lonnie Walker. Uh, we got Lon- okay, it's D'Angelo Melton, Lonnie Walker. Denny, Denny Abdia, Abdia. I think that's Trey Mann. Is that Trey Mann or is that Baisley? I think it's Trey I, Well, I think, I think Baisley starts. That's why. I, let me see. I oh yeah, no. Basley does start. Yeah, Basley starts. Yeah, Basley's okay, bald. That, I think that's Trey Man. Um, Trey, like, he was fine for a rookie. Thirty-six percent from three. Twenty-three minutes a game. He's twenty. I, I think uh, C C for Trey Man. Like he's solid rookie year. He set some records. Remember, we we read those out that one game. Yeah, he had like a hot streak or something, yeah, yeah. or a hot good game or two. Um. Dave, I think Davion Mitchell was C also just like he, he had a really good run toward the end of the year. Yep. And he's a good defender. So he's C. Hopefully the Kings won't break him. Uh yeah, like Maddie says, not his fault. He's stuck in Sacramento. Y'all pray for him. Ain't nothing wrong with him. He's stuck in the Kings organization. Then we've got DeAnthony Melton, Lonnie Walker, Denny Obdia. I think Lonnie's no. D's here. He hasn't quite popped the way I was hoping. Um, I just, it seemed like the rest of those like Spurs guys were like, it was DeJounte and then Keldon, like Vassell's coming along, Primo. And like Lonnie Walker was like the most athletic of all those guys. And he shot 41% from the field, 31% from, like his shooting numbers went down as he took more, which is not what you want to see. And now it's time for him to get paid. And like somebody, there's, I'm not out on him as a player, but for right now, I think D is fair. Yeah. I think D is fair. Um, what, D'Anthony Milton? I don't know much about him. That's what I'm pulling up the Milkman stats. I know he didn't play as much as I thought he would in that first round. Yeah, five games. I think he yeah didn't play a game. Shooting 31% this year's playoffs, not great. He's a really good defender. In the last two years, he has... Yeah, he's shooting yeah, 41 and 37% from three. It's it hasn't quite translated to the pros. Like he's not that good of a shooter as the playoffs show, but I like I I think he's probably high C, I would say. High-ish, high C. Um say yeah, Mel, I think Melton C. And Denny Abdia. I, he's a good defender, like a, a surprisingly mm-hmm. good defender. I'm looking what he does. He played all 82. He's enough. I'm not out on him. Can't help it. C tier Denny. I think it's C tier Denny. I think C tier Denny. Because from what I heard, his game coming in was like having they put the ball in his hands at all, but he still found a way to contribute. So I think that's is that uh is that all of them? Is that all our boys? I think that is all the six men. 
Okay, let us see. As as always, we'll run back through them to make see what we missed. S tier, Tyler Harrow, and Jordan Poole. Any 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 debates? Any arguments there? I don't think so. I think they're I think just yeah. clear above the rest. I think they're cut above. A tier, Clarkson, last year's six man, Kevin Love, who I think finished second or third this year. Caruso, Cam Johnson. Feel like this is so far so good. Yeah. Um B tier is where we had B and C is where we had our glut, which is kind of tracks. Uh B tier, we got Derek White. Is that Con yeah, <laughs> is that Pat, Pat Conton? Bogdan Bogdanovich, Dinwiddie, Bone Tyland, Manuel Quickly, Chris Boucher, Kelly Oubre, Chris, Chris Duarte, Marvin Bagley. I think we might have nailed this tier like first. I think we did, dude. I think we might have nailed this one like first run. Um, yeah, I think it's a good B C tier. Roco, <laughs> Robert Covington, Malik Monk. D'Anthony Melton, Patty Mills, Alperin Sengun, Always, Malik Beasley, Trey Mann, Davion Mitchell, Denny Avdia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. D-tier, Macklemore, Terrence Ross, Georges Niang, Lonnie Walker. Like, I don't know. Those are accurate. And hell tier Jackson. Hey, I, I think we nailed this from first go-round, guys. I think so too. This is the most civilized one too. Yeah, this is the one. I can't wait till we post it, and this is the one that just causes like the most havoc. What? How do? How do? D'Angelo Milton is S tier. TWS doesn't know six man. Jordan Clarkson didn't win six man of the year back to back times for this. Right. Alperin Sengun, have you seen his effective goal percentage? Um, with Chad saying Beasley's in hell. Uh-oh. Yeah, what what's uh like again? We'll look it up. That's why we have the tier. But I, it, I if it's for the being out with Scottie Pippen's wife, then I don't think that make him a hell tier six man. But if it's something else, then yeah, I think we we should be uh privy. Yeah, Chet, you guys got to back it up with concrete info. That's what I'm saying. Like again, bad. St- I I know it's uncomfortable. I get it. But I, I if we're gonna put him there. He's in hell for threatening a young girl with a gun. Beasley? Jesus Christ. Well, now we're going to have to look uh, this up. Yeah, we got a news release something on... When was that? Pointing guns at a a parade? Is that just... Threats charge. Jesus Christ. It's been 12 games. What year was it? This is 20... I remember him being suspended. I'll be... I don't... Jesus Christ. Uh, Minnesota uh, guard Malik Beasy will be suspended for 12 games. That's a random number of games. Uh, by the NBA after pleading guilty to a felony charge of threats of violence for angrily aiming a rifle at a couple and their teenage daughter in an SUV last September. Um, click on that article. The aiming a rifle part. Lord, I didn't remember this at all. Uh, I remember why he was. I remember him being suspended. I don't. I had no idea what it was about. Let's see, Wolves got. Just let you read the article, or uh, okay, yeah. here we go. zoom in there if we can. Um, I just want the deets, baby. <clears throat> How did this, this feels like it uh, escalated so quickly? 
Okay, right here. Let's see. Uh, defense attorney Ryan Sega said afterward that some of the unwanted visitors were showing up because the $2 million home was listed on the annual Parade of Homes tour. Sega said people would drive up beyond the rope barrier right up to the house. Turner said Beasley tried to have his residence taken off the tour, but that never happened. Parade of Homes. So I'm guessing somebody got a little too close. Yeah, um, it looks like they were having some kind of parade looking at the houses or something. Which, I mean, if this is like the celebrity tour, I can see how that's very weird if you're Malik Beasley. Yeah. Um, but not weird enough to hold the rifle up to uh, people at uh, parades. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's tough. It directed him to write a letter, have it delivered by intermediate area because he is banned from ever having contact with the family. I could see so. I could see that. Um, he regret. I mean, it sounds like he admits to it. So he, he was like, "Yeah, no, I did that." Yikes! I want. I want to read more. Can you go up to the top? I want to say like the actual incident. There's got. There's some. There's some deets I want. Um, this is it right here. I was appearing on remote video. Uh, Beasley expressed regret for his actions, promised he has learned his lesson. But at the same time, explained that for several weeks leading up to the incident, day and night, countless vehicles come to my house, bother my family and myself. I was worried and in fear of the safety of us, and all this caused me to be frustrated in the situation. I could see him being frustrated in the situation, holding up the rifle to. Uh, <laughs> Family after family, not the move. Yeah, yeah I don't. It's as also I look not at the, healthier. As I think of, yeah, dumb, reactionary, stupid, like a bad look for sure. But these are not the same as the Jackson Hayes stuff we read. Yeah, no, and it's yeah. You know what I mean? Kobe like says, those, those. Yeah, no. I don't want to. I want like if he's hell, he's hell. I don't want too soon, but. That's why I was like, can we, people saying he held up to a teenage girl, and if he did that, but, I mean, if he did that, he did that. It sounds like he might have just been waving it, which, again, not great, stupid, but that, I don't know, that feels different than the the Jackson Hayes hell. Firearms are not toys, threats of physical violence do not solve problems. That's not true. Um, Here we go. There we go. On September 26th, the couple was on the home tour with their 13-year-old daughter and pulled up in an SUV to the home Beasley and wife Montana Yao rent, but saw it was roped off. While they pulled over to look up another home to visit, Beasley tapped on the vehicle's window and pointed a rifle at them, shouting an expletive while telling them to get off his property. Beasley continued to train his all-black assault rifle with forehand grip and a scope at the SUV as it drove away. Police searched the home turned up a 12-gauge shotgun handgun rifle that matched the description. Officers also tended to a Tyler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, again, really dumb. But is this hell tier? No. Yeah. I, he might need his own dumb tier. But, yeah, like, I don't want to read the Jackson Hayes allegation stuff again. Yeah, no. It's this just it's, seems it's a very clear line. What health here ensues? Yeah, this is not. Yeah, like what well, this is not great by any means. Um, but we'll do the okay. Let's do the bad look tier. 
I think he needs his own tier. Yeah, he'll get his own tier. The Malik Beasley bad look tier. He did service. Uh, yeah, as far as I know, I think he served it all. He missed games for it. Um, Which one is he right here? Yeah. Because, again, I would like to – it's just one of those, like, we know there's their side. We know there's his side. We know there's the truth. Their side is that they were pulling over. They were just waiting. His side is that people have been passing the rope, you know, overlooking the rope all – you know what I'm saying? Day and night. The truth, I don't know. But yeah, bad, <laughs> bad look tier. Feel bad, uh, bad look. Uh, what'd you do that for, tier? <laughs> but hell, hell feels like reserved for. There we go. The come on, yeah, the, man, tier. Yeah, the bad. <laughs> yeah, the bad look. Come on, like you thought that was a. Oh, just tat, poor tat choices tier. That's perfect. There we go. Bad look, poor choices tier. He served 80 of the 120, but he did serve. I don't, yeah, this, I think this looks better. Yeah. This one feels better. Because again, people say, well, why is he the bad look, the poor choices tier? And we would encourage you to look it up like we did. Get to the bottom of the uh the mat. Same for Jackson Hay. So That's this right. um I think this is I think this is the one. I think this is the one. A nice civil discussion. A nice civil and, discussion? All right. Yeah. Uh can anybody here get to S? But I think that the challenge is like getting to S, but also still come off the bench, right? Right. Because if like Jordan Poole played for any, if Harold played for any, and Harold might be, both these guys might just be starting next year because they're so good. So can anybody, I think Cam John, I think Cam Johnson is a starter for somebody, just like his talent level, his skill set. Mm-hmm. And like if it's the Suns, if they pay up, he'll come off the bench. But if not, somebody will pay him to be their starter and be fine with it. Like Derek White was a starter. I could see him getting back to us. Maybe not for the Celtics, but I could see him getting back there. Like Kevin Love is probably just bench hours for him. Jordan Clarkson, like I think he's just best to come off the bench. Same for Bogdanovich. We'll see like for Highland and quickly younger guys. Ubre, I think it's just best to come off the bench. Mm-hmm. People were saying Bones could get the S. Bones has been good so far. I think Anybody Bones starts before he becomes like an S tier uh, six man. I, well, listen, if the Nuggets keep having the same injury staff, he'll he'll play forty eight minutes a game next year and yeah. be Jokic's number two. People saying Trey Man, I could yeah, with what Trey Man showed this early, I could see that Singun. Like if you show any kind of competency as a rookie. I'll give you a little benefit of the doubt. Like Robert Covington, 30 on here, man. Singoon's 12. So. I think quickly he could be really be S tier. He's shown a lot of flashes. I think quickly could. He, I just hope he don't go to Utah. Donovan Mitchell. And I just have to watch him flourish there. I just, please, no. Please, God, no. Um, I think this is a good tier. I think, I think so, it's a good too. tier. Uh, we got some NFL news to close out with. The NFL had some news. We had our 
Our Super Bowl odds are released. Um, DeAndre Hopkins was allegedly taking Beaver Tranquilizer. <laughs> allegedly. Is, wait, was allegedly. it really Beaver Tranquilizer? Was, it's one of those things I saw reported online. And it's like if everybody's getting ball sack sports, nobody's getting ball sack sports. You know what I mean? Like eating the trash is only notable if one person eats the trash. If everybody eats the trash, it's not the trash. It's the news. So it is. You know what it, I mean? It was just the trash. But if if everybody everybody said, "Yum, this trash is," um, that's the that's the danger. Of this the the <laughs> we're in the ball sack sports era. But DeAndre Hopkins confused and shocked by positive tests for P. He couldn't believe it. They always are. Yeah, DeAndre, the same guy was like, guys, I don't know if I'm how much longer I'm playing the NFL. They force us to get this vaccine business. But that's what I really hope this was. He's like, hey, man, Aaron, I took the shit you and Joe Rogan told me to. What what happened, man? I took the beaver stuff. Um, So Hopkins out six games. Do we think they knew this at the time they traded for Hollywood? They had to, right? Had to have. Had to just one of those like, okay, let's go ahead and get a bird in the hand. Because um, it made sense without this happening. And with it happening, it's like, they had to do that, you know? Had to. It, had, it was one of like, hey, we, basically, we as good, like always, last two years, they've started really hot. And then they tail off after injuries. And I feel like they were like, we cannot start cold. Like, if we just don't have them to six games, we can't necessarily count on. AJ Green and Zach Ertz, two older guys. Christian Kirk is gone. Like we need some. We couldn't draft a rookie even necessarily. But Hollywood Brown, we, for those six games, hopefully he can hold down the fort. And uh, maybe it'll be good enough. Like I, I think he's nobody really cares NFL. Yeah, he should. I, if you give a first round pick and they're gonna have to pay him soon, I'd, I'd hope he can hold down six games for you. So. Hopkins on the juice. Do we Elect. think, I mean, what if Roger Goodell, he's like, oh, you won't get vaccinated, huh? Well, I'm going to slip slip the beaver trank into your thing. Ooh. We think he just does this one by one to all. We see Kobe comes up next. Yeah, ooh, dude. Who would notice that, the pattern but us? Cole Beasley, like Montez Sweat, a couple of these other guys that are like, huh, they're all getting popped for something. Uh, Random, interesting. See the Beaver train. It was absolutely, but that's a, everybody's it's like, hey man, I heard uh, X Y Z. I feel like it's gonna get to a point like somebody gonna say something back to Boss at Boss at. Like, I started that rumor. That was what, yeah, no, the Beaver. I said that, and it just make it all the way around telephone. This is the this is the danger, man. Once people start to eat the trash, they realize it's delicious because everyone it's, wants to be first. Everybody wants to be first. And it's much more fun to assume that it was Beaver. Like, we gave up the truth a long time ago. What we want was fun, baby. What would be fun? One of the best receivers in the league getting popped for Beaver Tranquilizer. That's hilarious. Everybody started, we said, give me this trash. Eat some of this. Give me some of that salt and pepper. People start to tailor the trash to their liking. Um, So no nuke for six games. Honey Badger went to the Saints. So there was that. Saints have been making a lot of moves. 
Same, yeah. This tweet says Mickey Loomis is a madman. He very well may be. The New Orleans Saints essentially traded picks number 98, which is, I think it's third round, 101, third round, 120, which is a fourth rounder, a 2023 first rounder, and a 2024 second rounder for the pick that became Chris Olave. And it said Mickey Loomis is a madman. It was like, man, Olave better be that deal. That deal. And I, I think he's going to be good, but it's hard to justify that kind of draft capital on a receiver. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, any, unless he is just like going to be that guy, especially when the Saints have so many holes to cover. This is so much cheap labor, and the Saints are in cap hell, and they traded it all for Chris Olave. So, but they did get, they still got enough money to sign the Honey Badger. So they, they gave him 30 million. Yeah, they just keep finding money. It's in the couch Under, cushions. They're finding it in between the damn cushions. Uh, give me those Super Bowl odds if you can. These, I wanted to get on these today because I saw they were updated today. Like, this is the first update post draft. So our fa- our Super Bowl favorite right now. I'm just looking at whoever the farthest on the left is. Yep. Um, the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills plus six seventy five. The Bills took the punk god, for? right? They did. I they mean... took Matt Areza. They <laughs> signed Von Miller. Um. Got rid of Cole Beasley. Like the vibes are pointing up for the Buffalo Bills. The Bills basically they saw Pat Mahomes take the ball. What was it, ninety-five yards or whatever on him? Like Thirteen seconds. Yeah. Yeah, and they said, "All right, well, can you do that every game, all game, the entire game?" I mean, yep. Prove it, Mahomes. The fact that two other punters went before the guy that set all the punting records last year—that's wild. Very strange. That. The, I think the part about that that I hate, and it come it just comes up every year. So the name is irrelevant. A guy will fall, and after a while, it's like, well, I don't know. I mean, he's falling for a reason. It's like because these teams are stupid. That's why he's falling. Right. That's why he's like Nicobe Dean. I was I was like, did he get a right? He was in the green room, fell to the third round. Apparently, his medicals were just much worse mm-hmm. than we could have known. It's like okay, they knew something we didn't, but. Yeah, for a lot of these, oh, how did they how did they fall to the third round? Because nobody knows what they're doing. Nobody knows what they're doing. But Bills plus 675 is interesting. Tampa Bay plus 750 is second. Kansas City 925. Your pack at 1050. Fourth highest odds. What do you think about too high, too low? I think that's that's pretty fair. I mean, our wide receivers are bad, but our defense was good, and it projects to be better. So yeah, I was gonna say they do project to have an elite defense, and it's in the convo. Yeah, Rams a little low. I'm kind of defending champs. They're fifth. Broncos sixth. That's the one I wanted to get to. That feels like fools' money. Super Bowl. The, you tell me the Broncos team this last year or two was a Russell Wilson away from from winning the soup winning the Super Bowl. I feel like fool's money to me. Just send that money to us instead. Yeah, just, just give it to me. Give it to me. Donate it. Um, 
49ers, that's a lot of stock in Trey Lance. Lots of stock in Trey Lance. Uh, go down. I think I got just the conference odd. I'm more interested in like the conference, like winning the AFC. Let's see. Ooh, actually, yeah. Do we, uh, we go to MVP. MVP? Let's see MVP. Do we have any anybody like any early MVP odds? Uh, Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes tied for 750. So if you were just in on the Bills. Like you're just like this is the Bills year, you probably you just lay a little something down on it. Allen MVP, Bills winning it all, Bills winning the AFC, Bills winning the division. Which I don't hate Tom Brady last year probably maybe last ride. Um, Rogers, do we think Rogers goes three peat? Nah, I think three peat is too hard to do. But this is the year he does it with no receivers. If, he just does basically the same thing, and then mm. if he puts up the numbers like usual, they'd have to give it to him because he's got no one to throw to. So, I think, but going in, I didn't know where he'd line. I kind of like some Patty Mahomes bounce. Like the last game we saw was the worst I've ever seen Patrick. I think probably the worst he's played in the NFL against the Bengals. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he is just, I don't know, fixed that, um, or at least tweaked it. Herbert plus eleven hundred. I don't hate. Like if you just think that he's that guy, you think this is the year. Eleven hundred interesting. Stafford fifteen hundred. Like everybody was just kind of skeptical of him last year. We know he can get it done. Kyler now. Yeah, got some. I mean, more tools. Russell, I just don't. I'm mm -mm, all this Bronco stuff. I'm not. That's trash. I won't. Lamar 22. Look, the na- if the goddamn nasty, if they vote for the nasty man, do we pee? No chance. I don't know what I'll do. He could throw for 60 touchdowns and no picks, and they better not vote his ass for MVP. Anybody below that? You like, who's your uh, 2,500 uh, like below? Who's like your long shot? We see some Derrick Henry there, Derrick Carr. Um, I could see like a like a Derrick Henry if he bounces back after the injury has a like a two thousand yard season again, like the Adrian Peterson yeah. uh, bounce back season. That's interesting. Um, if Jonathan okay, well, Taylor the, does it again, then you can't argue against him again. He's got a better quarterback than he had last year, so yeah. he, he was he doesn't do another two K. What the other, they have rookie of the year? What else do they have? Um, yeah, they had win totals and rookie of the year. Which... Yeah, let's see rookie of the year. Let's take a look at those odds. Oh, the favorite is one Kenneth Pickett. These are uh, these are these feel totally. I don't think either one of these top two guys might not see a snap till like week ten. Yeah. Kenneth, uh, Kenny Pickett's plus 550. Malik Willis plus 600. I don't, Malik Willis is not going to see snap. Like the Titans are, are, I don't think he'll see real snap unless something went wrong. Drake yeah. London's interesting. Plus 700. It's, it's he and Pitts. Mariota got to throw to somebody. Um, Traylon Burks. The Titans don't really throw it that much. Like, so even if he was like went off crazy, like AJ Brown, his per. Like AJ Brown was averaging like twenty yards a catch and still barely hit a thousand yards because they only caught fifty pack. Like they just don't really throw that much. Garrett Wilson, Jameson. Mm, I think the injury was enough to keep me off that. Where did did Brees Hall go to the Bills? Where did he go? Um, 
Uh, he did not go to the Jets. Bills. Yeah, Jets. Yeah, Jets. 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 Some, some, he could um, flourish there. Yeah, I don't hate that. I don't hate where did you you know where Kenneth Walker went? Um, Kenneth Walker. He went to oh Seahawks, I believe. Yes, Seahawks. Ah, I don't hate that one either. I don't hate. Uh, Seahawks. Yeah, Seahawks. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they're just going kind of youth rebuild. I don't hate Kenny Walker plus a thousand or Brees Hall. I really don't hate that Brees Hall plus one thousand. I think he might get like a lot of work. I like Desmond Ritter. I think he takes that job sooner rather than later. Oh, I don't know. Mariota's Arthur Smith's boy. That's the only even if he's ready, it's like that's his boy. You can't just hand the job over to him. It's his boy. Got bad Unless... hamstring scoop. We will see Sammy Howe. Can I interest you in some Sammy Howe? I, what would have to happen for him to play? Because they still have Heineke. Carson Wentz. Well, they've. Oh, I forgot Heineke. Yeah, uh, he's like buried. Pu. Yeah. I'd, I'd have Howe my number two over Heineke. I don't. Corral's interesting because their quarterback room stinks. True. If like two games in, Sam Darnold stinks, they give like PJ Walker a chance and he stinks. Who's to say that Matt Rule's just like, man, I got to save my ass. Matt, get in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, who won last? Uh, Jamar Chase was last year. So receiver last year. If there's ba- is any receiver going to be like a top two for like a decent volume? Christian Watson plus five k. Don't Justin Ross plus six k. That's high hopes. Won't but make, yeah, won't make the team. He, I hope he does. Like I really do hope he the good things for him, and I hope the injury concerns are. I, ultimately just concerns but spine stuff scares me yeah i don't think he gets medically cleared once the time comes said yeah um george pickens scott, where did scott Moore end up um because pickens is a stealer right i believe so uh okay, sky Moore, chief okay i don't hate that sky Moore for that low uh if james stays like james was having a good year so plus 1000 they traded a lot for that pick not even know who's going to be there. Oh, Pickens yeah, is... Yeah, Steelers. Yeah, so, oh, some Kenny Pickett to Pickens? I could see that, actually. Did you see this video? <laughs> video of uh, George Pickens, uh, watching George Pickens get drafted <laughs> on television. I feel like that's how I would do it, too. Just like, yeah. Yeah. Standing there like a TV character or something. Yeah. He's like, ah, that's George Pickens. I know him. Um, He'll probably be their best receiver this year. <laughs> I was going to say, he's healthy. Like, he basically yeah. missed all last year to the injury. He's healthy. James Cook on the Bills, is. I just think he will be split between, like, uh, Singletary had a good playoff. So, I think he'll get, it'll be too much split love. Yeah, I saw there. Josh <clears throat> Norris posted... The video of their presser, um, which Josh called this like months ago somehow, but they pretty much said James Cook is going to be their JD McKissick, so he's not going to mm. run. He's only going to catch, but JD only McKissick catches catch. like, a lot of work. Yeah, he gets yeah. a shitload of work. So gets a lot of work, and I know because I had the Antonio Gibson McKissick uh, <laughs> duo in fantasy, so I might be looking into getting that Devin Singletary, James Cook. Mm. business see Jahan Dotson plus I just don't like it was already they're saying it was a reach of a pick and he's going to Carson Wentz he doesn't stand he going into the Washington franchise man come on right he don't stand a chance um 
Let's see. Go back. What other links they have? Um, win totals. Actually, oh, 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 defensive. Yeah, let's yeah, see. Yeah, def- here we go. Defensive rookie of the year, right? Aiden Hutchinson plus five hundred is the favorite. He like he was the NFL ready guy. So if he just comes in off the rip, I don't hate. Who was defensive? Oh, Michael Parsons stuff. Mm-hmm. So Kayvon Thibodeau, Trayvon Walker plus six hundred. If K- if Trayvon Walker wins rookie of the year, he's gonna be like the best player in the league. Like because if he gets it figured out that quick, and the Jaguars got it right. Pig's gonna fly, man. Um, I could, I don't hate Kyle Hamilton. Like plus nine fifty was just like maybe the best defensive player. Drop him onto the Ravens, where I feel like they'll just let him do exactly what he wants to do, exactly what he's good at. I like Stingley and Sauce, uh, shut down corner. The thing is, you can shut down as much as it, like for rookie of the year, you got to have some picks with it. True. So you know what I'm saying? Like you have a great year, but if you only have like two picks, it'll go to somebody else. So I don't that, those throwing money. Jordan like Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis can have a great year, but he's not gonna get 10 sacks. That's just not his game. He's not gonna win rookie of the year. Nakobe is interesting. I don't think he's gonna play enough for it. I think he might own like the knock is like, hey man, too many injuries. I was like, I don't know, man. I just saw a guy tear his ACL in January and he's full speed. Injuries are feel to be less of a concern to me. Yeah, but Nakobe's got like he's torn a peck. He's got like a laundry list. It's not just one. It's like a dozen things. You know? Never missed a game in the SEC. Yeah, well, you know, in the NFL, it's probably different. We'll see. I don't listen. It might be a downgrade. Um, the only re- I don't hate the Nakobe thing because apparently he needs torn peck surgery now, yeah. but he's just just not gonna have it though. Like that's why I'm like, I. His bones might be mush. Football players are just different. Yeah. So I don't hate just a little something. It's like if he's healthy, maybe because he's a beat. The knocks are health, and if he doesn't play, hey, you lost ten bucks. Mm-hmm. If he does, you got a little plus fifteen hundred. Um, Quay Walker went to your Packers, I believe. He should be a day one starter. I was gonna say, yeah. Anybody here who's not only day, but you have to put up like sacks or something like Michael Parsons had 13 14 sacks mm-hmm. that's what people are looking for so like Devontae Wyatt he's not gonna do those type of numbers Car- people like Carl yeah people yeah. like Carl Loftus pretty uh quite a bit but yeah like Jordan Davis Gardner Stingley did you see that the Lions got in trouble for drafting Hutchinson too quickly no. Like, the second they got on the clock, Dan Campbell turned in the pick, and the NFL was like, you can't do that. It's too Why? quick. Why? It's too quick. Well, they said it's too quick for the TVs and all that. They had to wait a little bit. Dan Walker, Dan Campbell was not a TV guy. That's, that's, he is a football guy. That's what he said. He said, I don't give a fuck. Turn our pick in. I don't care what right. they say. Turn it in. Well, I, okay, I will say this. Listen, I'm giving it to you now. Whenever you choose to turn it in, but we know who... We know who we're taking, mm-hmm. right? Like, this is the first pick. They should get 12 seconds. You've had all summer. And the yeah. second pick should get 13 seconds because you've had all summer. After that, you start to get some time. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't see that. But I don't hate that. I'm completely fine with that. I, I like Dan Campbell a lot. I I, I kind of do. Like, I, I like some of the players they got. Mm-hmm. So, um, might be. Yeah, they got a – who did they get? Oh, Josh Pascal Got a Wildcat. Mm-hmm. So, I. 
might be number one Lions fan. Oh, yeah. What do we think um, Cade York, the Browns, drafted a kicker, 100 overall? I think it was a bad pick. You think so? He was... He I don't was, know. He made, like, I don't know a thing about it. Now, maybe he is. He, he made, like... Where I, did they draft him? 100th overall, I'm pretty sure. That's what, fourth round, third round? Yeah, I believe so. What's, I was going to say, I don't know a thing. Only... I allow one special team player a year, and this year was Matt Arrays. Fourth round pick, so... That's pretty high. I'm looking now. He, over his last two years, made all his extra points. I like that. Yeah, he's um, good. 15 to 18 last year, 18 to 21. So, it, I mean, it seems like he's good. Fourth round just seems so high. But if you're at the Browns, Browns are kind of stocked everywhere else. Like, So if you mm-hmm. just know you need a kicker and he's the guy, take him. So I get, I get it. But that high, he got to be that dude. I think he will be. Yeah, maybe he is. They're they're all good in college. There's only one Mc, uh, McPherson though. That guy's different. That's true. So uh, we'll see. There, we got a couple minutes left. We're, we said we're getting another game of skill, man. Oh, you can. I got my one. Oh, brother! I try to rope you in every. You you won't take that bait. I can't take um, the bait. I won't be peer you could. pressured. You should be. I'm down far too bad. Um. Okay, so just in general, in the game, what do you think? What do we think happens when game two, Milwaukee, Boston? Um, well, it's like, it, it, it's interesting because Giannis had kind of an off game, and he still did went off last game. So still did Giannis things. I think that the Celtics don't turn it over as much, but they don't defend Giannis as well. So we still win the game. I think we go up two zero here. Ooh, you think they're still both at home? Yeah, I think we somehow we somehow pull out both. Giannis is gonna go superhero mode tonight, and we pull it out. Close game, low scoring game. Why don't you get in the slip so you get a little double win? Oh, I got my Giannis slip. I got the rebounds. I'm good. Trill's enabler. That's right. He um, is. He's the worst. That's the, exactly. Yeah, the worst promo enabler. code Trill. That's, that's right. right. I want everyone in here to uh fall victim to their vices. I'm looking at some Brooke Lopez action. Not because I think he'll like go crazy, but I do like he played well enough to where it's like, okay, he just has to be on the court. Mm-hmm. And if he plays long, like his number right now is 16 points and rebounds. He had six points, 10 boards, game one. I'll take the over. I because I, I I think they'll probably give him some of those threes. He'll take them. He'll hit one or two of them. I'll take the over, but I th- I think he. He's just so much tall. Like his seven foot is not the same seven foot as there. He just looks so much taller than even like Giannis mm-hmm. out there. Marcus, Marcus Smart yeah, now. yeah. Do we know for sure? I heard um, last I saw was I think questionable. Let me see. on Marcus Smart. I will be operating like he is David not Day playing. Is questionable. It's still what? Um, I don't think I. But like I mean, he that. was like leaving the game multiple times. Yeah, he left the game every quarter. Yeah, he probably shouldn't play for his health. Yeah. Um, Grant Williams numbers? I'll never. I. Ooh, they I'll just pulled the Brook number. That's super nasty. Huh? Oh, it's back up. They pulled the Brook number, but they put it back up. Ah, uh, you damn right they did. Jaylen I will Brown. take. I think we get a Jalen Brown bounce back game. Like he got some good looks and just could not get it to fall in the ocean so i will take his i don't know it's either pra or his fantasy points it's pra i'll take pra 32 and a half 
because he had nine boards, four assists last game, just could not get the shot to fall. I will lock that in. Is what I'll do. That's your. Or do story. I want? Do I want some nasty three way? I think you got to get something from that other game if you're gonna if you're gonna do this. Yeah, if we're getting super slutty. Um, okay. Yeah. No, let me see. I'll just add one. What's I need a lock from Golden State and Memphis chat. Give me a lock for Golden State Memphis because I'm cruising through. I think that, I think we that, what do you say? that Dylan Brooks under PRA. Yeah, what uh, what's that number at? Twenty two and a half. And you're in on the over. No, or excuse under, me, the under, 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 under. Yeah. Um. I just think I I I one of the guys that I follow he posted his rundown and that was part of it. He had a bunch of trends. Mm. So who knows. It's a lot of work uh, to deal with him. Yeah. I will say, I think I'm still just going to ride the Jordan Poole train. That's a good bet. 19 and a half point. Like, he had 8 and 11 the previous two. I don't think they'll need him. Or excuse me, I don't think they needed him as much in that series as they will ultimately in this. I'll take 19 and a half. And this, oof, this is, this is kind of promiscuous, man. I'm feeling like a little whore submitting this slip, this but is, I'm going to submit it. This is nasty. I'm going to submit it. You're starting to, over, these slips yeah. starting to look like mine, man. <laughs> I don't know when my slips in and schools begin. Um, yeah, over on Brooke Lopez points and rebounds. Over Jalen Brown, PRA. Over Jordan Poole. I cannot wait for Brooke Lopez to get four points and one rebound. Cannot wait. Um, I got one play yeah. also that I didn't. Oh, talk to me. I'm not sure. It's not up here. They only have Joe Ryan pitch count 89 and a half. Um, I don't know pitch counts like that, but I think his strikeouts is like five and a half or six and a half. He's against Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore, they stink. We all know that. They usually do. Joe Ryan's been on fire nine five seven. I think he goes over. Okay, so we got our eye on if they put Joe Ryan strikeouts. Yeah, take it up. Where we're going over. Oh, let's go dipping his toes in the water. I like that. I like that. So, okay, that'll do it for today. Got our tiering in. Gonna get our previews in. We're gonna know who's winning or losing. Like somebody's pack will will start to roll tomorrow. We will see. So five-star review wherever you are hearing us on the way out, please. Thumbs up on the YouTube. Subscribe so you can join us tomorrow. Thank you to chat. Thank you to Scoob, and we will catch everyone 21 hours from now.